Greetings, everyone. This is Andy from the NWR Newscast with a pre-show message. We're a little bit late coming to you with the show due to some, well, actually several technical and scheduling difficulties. We actually did get a show recorded last week, but eventually decided to just go ahead and record another one before the news got too stale. As a result, I've tacked on some of the segments from last week's show onto the end of this week's show. Stay tuned after the outro music for Neil's take on The Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks, Zach's take on Jurassic the Hunted, and then Neil and Zach will go over some of the downloads for the two weeks prior. With the two shows together, it's going to be an extra long, bonus, double, extra stuffed episode, so I hope you're comfortable. Stick around for NWR Newscast, Episode 7. Welcome to NWR Newscast, Episode 7 for December 16th, 2009. I am your host, Andy Gergen. And with me, of course, is Neil Ronahan. Hello, hello. And Zach Miller. What's up? Yo! We are, we are back after What's a poppin'? week-long week long absence or so. And we got I'll blame, a whole I'll blame bunch the of... snow, school, and Academy of Champions. And Dropbox. Blame Dropbox. <laughs> and Dropbox, yeah, and Dropbox, yeah, Dropbox yeah. too. So we're back, and we have a whole bunch of stuff to talk about this week. We've got some review games to talk about. We've got some new stories to talk about. Uh, of course, we'll go over the weekly downloads and the weekly releases. There's not much for the weekly releases, but we'll talk about them. Um, so let's kick it off with some what you're reviewing. And uh, I think this week I am going to start because I don't got much to say. Uh, this week I am reviewing Need for Speed Nitro for the DS. And uh, it's – wow, I'm already struggling to find things to talk about. <laughs> it's, you know, it's it's not that bad of a game. It's It's got a pretty decent uh, control mechanism. I mean it doesn't – it's not hard to control. It, it, it is a little loose on the on the drifting. It's how, really, how really does easy it to overdo it. Does it use the touch screen or is it all analog? No, it's it's all it's all uh, D pad and buttons. Touch okay, screen cool. is pretty much not used at all except for menus. Is it like uh, Mario fact, Kart? Um, I mean, in terms of the mechanics. Yeah, yeah. I guess it pretty much is like Mario Kart. Now, um, um, from I actually. Uh, it was a bit delayed. I think I talked about Need for Speed Nitro on, like, two episodes ago. The review will finally be going up. Um, Blame School, Academy of Champions, Snow, all that jazz. But um, uh, I know in Need for Speed Nitro, it kind of felt like Mario Kart a little bit. And from what I've heard about the DS one, like, isn't there a part where, like, you're driving on a roller coaster or something ridiculous? Yeah. Are there, are there yeah. items and all that all that jazz? There is no items, uh, but there are stages where all you have to do is... is uh drive into, like, a hundred different little, like, beach cones or something like that. Like, like, there are some mode. stages that feel so very it's much the, like, yeah. a, like a Mario Kart-style minigame. Yeah. I mean, that's what that's what Nitro for Wii was. It's very arcadey, but it's, like, not fully arcadey. Yeah, it's it's pretty arcadey. I mean, it's very loose. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like a realistic driving sim at all. It's very colorful, but it's also, like, the environment's... Like there's there there are different environments, but they're all sort of the same like outdoor European city kind of feel. Even though hmm. they're not all European cities, like they all kind of feel the same. But they you know they they look good. Um, the 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 frame rate kind of takes a couple of wild turns here and there. It, like yeah. seems to be wildly dependent on the the complexity of the level you're driving on and the number of opponents you're driving against. Sometimes it's actually really really smooth, and and sometimes it's noticeably less smooth. Um, they don't really lock it in whatsoever. Huh. The biggest problem I have with the game so far is that 
they have three difficulty levels, at least – no, no, four, I think. They have bronze, gold, silver, and I think one called nitro. Um, and the biggest problem I have is that you can't play anything but bronze That's until exactly you have raced all of the bronze levels. Yeah. So you have to race 24 easy levels and win 24 easy levels before you can race anything that's even remotely challenging. That sucks. That's like two to three hours of gameplay before you can do anything that's even remotely challenging. And that is stupid. That, that is, is exactly really what uh, poor yeah. game for Speed Nitro on Wii does. And I mean, it doesn't make any sense to not have at least maybe like bronze and silver available from the start. Or maybe yeah. they make you play through at least one, because they basically they break it down into cities. There's like six cities and four races per city. And once you've cleared all the races and all the cities on bronze, you can start playing silver. They could have at least done it so you had to clear one city on bronze before you can move on to silver. They could have at least, like, taken the same mechanic and, like, just made it a little less, you know, extensive. Yeah, it's just really annoying because by the time I got to the 24th race, I was excited to play new difficulty level, but I was also really just tired of playing it. Sure. Now, um, when you go from cup to cup is – is like um every every race different or is it just retreads of what you already did? Uh, from city to city, you mean? Well, no, I mean like from like how you like you go from the bronze cup to the silver cup. I haven't played much of silver cup yet, so it's okay. hard to say. But I think I think they'll probably there's got there's got to be more difficulty because right now I've only done like about three or four different race types. There's standard race. There's a knockout where you have where one player is eliminated after every lap. Kind of like elimination and burnout. Uh, there's the or one where elimination and need for speed nitro. I don't know why it's not called elimination. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. It should be called. It might as well be called elimination. Uh, there's the one where you have to um, collect all the stuff, and that's kind of annoying. It's not really all that fun at all. There's one where you have to just um, complete one very, very, very long lap in a certain amount of time. Uh, so I mean, there's there's a little bit of 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 uh, variety on the levels, but not not a ton. It um, really, it really sounds like the portable version of Need for Speed Nitro for Wii, except yeah. for the frame rate. The, 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 the part about Need for Speed Nitro that makes it a lot more impressive is that the graphics are really nice and the frame rate never lets up. Yeah, you can tell they tried with the graphics, but they had a little bit longer to go before they came up with a really polished game. Yeah, the game, the game kind of feels like Burnout more than Mario Kart to me. Yeah, like maybe, I, just, maybe just because of the of the aesthetics of having actual well, cars. Yeah, but exactly. Yeah, it kind of feels like Burnout. It's got the nitro. It doesn't have the uh, crashes is the only thing. You can't crash your car. Yeah. So uh, other than that, I mean, and then that's a pretty big part of burnout. So, I mean, that's does a it noticeable have, difference. Does but... it have Paul Walker and Vin Diesel? Uh, no. <laughs> Darn it. So it it's not. not cross off the Fast and the Furious. <laughs> and that's all I got about Need for Speed Nitro. There's not much to say about it. I'm going to tro- hopefully try to at least finish, you know, most of the uh, the silver and get into the gold in a couple days here so I can start writing a review. But I really wish it would just let me skip to the harder stuff uh, from the beginning. Hopefully, I won't have too much trouble clearing silver. I'm not really all that good at racing games. I never even cleared the 100 CCs in Mario Kart Wii. So you're a bitch. Too many, yeah. too many blue <laughs> shells all at once. No kidding, dude. I I friggin' I friggin' powered through Mario Kart Wii. Although by the time I got, I think I got to like the Mirror Cup. And that, like, I beat everything and got, like, however many stars. By the time yeah, I got to too. the Mirror Cup, I just didn't want to play the game. And that's I what agree. I did for about, like, four yeah. months. I did, I did that on Mario Kart for, like, for GameCube, but I just... If I, I, did, I never did that way on Mario harder. Kart for... Or, no, I think I unlocked everything on Mario Kart for GameCube, but it took a much longer time. Yeah. So, yeah, that's all I got on that. Uh, Zach, what are you playing? 
What are you what are you reviewing? What am I reviewing? Uh well I Worst I uh, game of the year. Uh, yeah, exactly. I just uh started playing uh Neil's favorite game of all time. Yep. Uh the Academy of Hogwarts. Um Academy of the Pele. Academy of freaking terrible soccer games. A- Academy of what? incredibly simplistic what the soccer. F, Ubisoft. What the F? In like, my... I am personally offended. You told me this was <laughs> gonna be like Sega Soccer Slam. Fucking not. No, it's not. You know what I don't like about it is, you know, let first off the character models look weird. They look really, really weird. Yeah, like like it's it's a lot of over exaggeration. Um, it kind of I mean not really exactly the same, but it's on the same lines of like the the rabbits human sure. aesthetic is like that kind and of weird. And there's there are rabbits in the game. Yeah, there's <laughs> a rabbit that will you go to the rabbit shop. Right. But, but what I don't like about it, and you know, I, I've only played it for like an hour so far, but but the actual soccer itself is, you know, just stupidly simplistic. It's like three buttons. It's pass, dodge, and shoot for the goal. And what I really don't like about the shooting for the goal is I've never played another soccer game, so this this might just be normal. But when you run up to the goal... You use the control stick to move, right? But the control stick also determines where your shot's going to go. Yeah, um, oh. some some games do that, not all of them. Usually, um, not, good games will not have it like that. There are some games where, you know, that's how you do it. Well, it almost feels but, like it should be, you know, kind of dual stick thing, where you're running yeah, left, but you can shoot is. right. But you can't do that in this game. It's like, well, I'm running left, so I either have to shoot left or towards the middle, or but not right. Yeah. I really well, didn't I mean, like uh, that. Does, does it also annoy you that, like, you can't really, like, if you pass the ball, you can only, like, pass behind you. You can't, like, lead someone. Like, it's just, like, oh, all sorts of wrong in this game. I noticed wow. that. The other thing I don't like is that, you know, it's got this, this like, super shot bar, this talent bar. And, but it's just one power bar. But while you're running, while you hold Z to run, you're you wasting pow- you're wasting your That's- power bar. So you as can't far as what, run. What I hold is the Holy Grail, as uh, arcade soccer game Sega Soccer Slam does the same thing, oh. but to a lesser degree. And also in Sega, well, in Sega Soccer Slam, how they do it is that you build up this bar, and you can do like a bigger turbo, or you can save it up and have this big attack, but yeah. you can still kind of sprint around. Yeah, so you well, have like it, a sprint bar. Yeah, in this game, it's like you kind of run up to the goal, and then oh, I can't actually use my, you know, power yeah. attack. And that really disappoints me. And uh, using the dodge wastes your power, too. Yep. So if you dodge or run during the game, you can't use your power attack. And it's it's just, I, I think it's, the, the thing they got wrong is making it way too simplistic. There should have been, like, two bars, one for talent meter that's a little harder to build up, and then one for just agility on the field. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, no, I just, definitely. Uh, I feel like the you know the guys who made this they they did they, they wanted to make their their soccer game that was similar from that and I know we have the interview up on the site that they they say so much is that but it's just like they fell short they kind of like I don't know exactly what happened in the development but they they missed the mark it's like they tried to do something so, something different and it just failed because. Right. I guess they wanted to make a like more realistic arcade soccer game. At least that, that's what I heard, and I don't really think this is any more realistic than anything else. I mean, no. it's almost like, yeah, like I find it's a lot harder to score. And when you're kind of that arcade like kids soccer game, 
I don't really think it's good to make it so difficult to score. Like, no, it should be I, really I, easy. At the same time as when I when I got Academy of Champions, I was playing FIFA 10 for both PS3 and Wii. Yeah, and that's probably a both bad of those comparison games, like, there. Well, I mean, I mean, the the Wii version, I think, is a more accurate comparison. I think the PS3 version's on a whole different level. That's you know. That's what I mean. Polished. I mean, but, you're, but with, it'd be like playing Madden and Blitz. But but also FIFA Soccer is is you know in the the EA Sports Wii somewhat arcade like. Oh okay, I see. I mean, really, FIFA Soccer Ten is kind of what I wished Academy of Champions would have been. Yeah. In in the way it plays, but I mean the the camera angle also really bothers me. I don't know why you would have a multiplayer soccer game where you're like looking from yeah. one goal as opposed to having that side to side. Yeah, which is it just like really, really like I, I don't side, get it. Because dudes will just come up behind me and take the ball, and yep. I'll be like, "Where the heck did you come from?" Yeah. It's almost like got kind of that horizon rotation that um yep. that Animal Crossing does. Yep. Oh, wow, that's awful. I mean, it's not as bad as Animal Crossing, but it's there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like the the like the, the field is a, the pitch is almost bowed. Right. It's, it's like, like you're on a sphere. Fuck that game. So like, that I sounds I, like I say I've only played fun. it for an hour. Maybe I'll like it after 2 or 3 hours, but I wish you the best. I know. Yeah. First impressions and, uh, are not uh, great. Also, you'll you'll have to play for a freaking long time if you want to get any of those Ubisoft characters. I'm warning you. Really? Yeah. Oh. Like too long. <laughs> like when like you're like, hey, look, you know, Pele's in the game, and so is Mia Hamm, and look, uh, we're gonna tease the Prince of Persia, but you're not gonna be able to get him for another four hours. Oh Jesus! What about Jade? Uh, I haven't even. I like I trying to think of when I first ran into Jade in story mode because that's where you unlock everybody. Right. It's not until you get to the end of the story mode. You know what? Fuck I, this game. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I hate that game. So, like, really, words cannot explain how disappointed I am by that game. And, like, it just it, it sickens me. It saddens me. It does all sorts of terrible things. I've never been so let down by a video game ever. <laughs> and, like, there's been a lot of games that I've been very excited for. And this this was definitely one of the ones I was most excited for. And it just it just is a it's a piece of shit. Nice. No one should buy this game. I think it was ten dollars <laughs> at uh at Black Friday, and I really hope seriously that no parent no parent bought Academy of Champions for their child because they will cry. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no, no. This seriously, the worst three, Black about Friday about ever. about three oh, and a half weeks after Christmas. the yeah. I, 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 three and a half weeks after the game came out, it dropped from thirty dollars to ten dollars. That's I worse mean, it's than not price drop. Yeah, yeah, like this is Spyborg's levels here, guys. The Spyborg <laughs> line may have very well been crossed with Academy of Champions. <laughs> and I kind of like Spyborg's. Yeah, Spyborg. Oh, Spyborg's is Spyborg's isn't great, but it, yeah. it's okay. If Academy you take it for what it terrible. is, it's fun. And I, I'm gonna stop talking about this. Yeah, I will too. It's games, just depressing. You're, that, you're you know, making maybe, me not want to play anymore. Yeah. Maybe, maybe these games will be the new hotness. As uh, I've, I've been uh, doing some. Uh, I've been checking out some demos and stuff for some Atlas games, and um, I'm going to be checking out Shirin the Wanderer for Wii tomorrow, but until then, I, I don't really have anything to say about that, and it's a mystery dungeon game, so of course my opinion will be colored against it. But um, <laughs> I did get to see Trauma Team and Shin Megami Tensei Strange Journey, and Trauma Team is 
looking really, really good. I'm really kind of excited how, about that. How, how how it's all set up is that there's um, this time around, it's like uh, they're trying to make it more accessible and also, I guess, make it less mean because I know that the past <laughs> games in the series are very difficult, very frustrating. And in this one, there's now six different characters that you choose from. And about there's like over forty operations is what they're what they're saying right now. And but doesn't each character have their own like gameplay storyline? Yeah, and I think it's like they said like somewhere in the ballpark there. Well, there's basically forty operations split amongst the six characters, so that's like you know like six oh, or see. seven a character. And you know there's like a guy who's a um, there's an orthopedics guy, there's a endoscopist, um, someone's a coroner. And uh, that's actually the only character that's returning from a past game. Um, I don't know if either of you guys played Trauma Center Second Opinion, but the yeah. girl in that, who's I think in the is Nozomi Weaver. She's actually going to she's going by her Japanese name, which is like Naomi Kimishima. And uh, she's a coroner now. She's no longer a doctor. And like the coroner parts are going to be like point and click adventures, basically, which. That's that's kind of cool. It's a gameplay variety, other than just you know cutting people up. But um, <laughs> it's 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 looking really good, and I got to see two different operations: um, endoscopy, which is uh, it's when they put the camera in you and look around and fix things. Yeah. Right. And uh, basically, what it is is you come from the point of the view of the camera, and you know you move around using like the pointer is the light, so you can see around. If you take the pointer off the screen, then you can't see anything. Oh, so nice. you have to keep the pointer on it. And you'll move around, like you move around, you like pinch the A and B button and gesture forward, and that's how you move for move forward. Um, you can move cool. around, you can look around with the analog stick, and then you can, you know, select different tools, and you know, there will be like pools of blood that you'll have to suck up. Um, there will be uh, like ulcers that you'll have to do stuff with. Um, and I mean, it seems it seems fun. It's not as like time intensive as the past ones were. It's more of like uh, more about you know precision and being more strategic about like how can you do this without hurting the patient. Yeah. And I've only ever really dabbled in this in this franchise before, but uh, it sounds like it could be pretty fun. Yeah. I remember the uh, the older ones were very like they had those anime cutscenes that were all just still frames with text. Are they going to do any sort of like animated cutscenes? That'd um, be kind of cool. They're not showing any of the event cutscenes yet. They actually made it made it their business to not show. And any of the uh, the event cutscenes, but hmm. they will be more animated. Um, the guy actually said it'll be like a Wenden, okay. so it'll be That's more like cool. that. Like it's it's not going to be fully animated, but you know it's going to be more than just you know like Phoenix Wright that kind of crap where yeah. just people yeah. come in, they're a sprite, they walk off, they're still a sprite, they never move. I always kind of right, like right. that that style though. It works some, for some yeah. games. Well, I mean, I, I personally I like the style in a Wenden and Elite Beat Agents, so. I mean, yeah. it's, it's kind of oh, like the yeah. next step forward off of that. It's not like they're changing it completely. They're just making it snazzier. And I, I really like where they're going with Trauma Team. I, I think it's going to be a really good game. I'm actually, uh, I, I never did more than dabble in the Trauma Center games, and I'm probably going to, like, pick up New Blood or something sometime soon. Um, they're, they're really, uh, the guy from Atlas is really big on saying about how the past games were iterative, and this is, you know, an evolution they want to make it revolutionary, like it's going to be this, the, the, the next best thing in the medical drama niche genre. That it, it's, it's very niche. I think, are well, there yeah. any other medical drama games? No. But, well, there's, there's the Grey's Anatomy game for Wii. Uh, that's barely a game. Oh, anyway. 
They, they uh, have to make one of the trauma team characters um, have a lame leg and addicted to Vicodin. <laughs> then I'll buy it. But it was weird, because I, I saw the names for the characters, and you could probably look online to find all the names. One of them is like CRS-01 or something. I mean, I don't, maybe it's a robot. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> but, but, um, I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking at uh, concept art for the game right now, and, and all the women in the game have enormous breasts, so I'm... Well, if you're a doctor. Well, they're doctors. I'm yeah. kind of intrigued by this game. <laughs> Haven't you been to the doctor before, Zach? They uh, my doctor's a dude. <laughs> oh, well, that's unfortunate for you. <laughs> but, um, Trauma Team's coming out in spring 2010. They haven't set a date. Hopefully we'll be able to see more about the game and everything. Um, the preview might not be up by the time you hear this. It's it's written, but I'm waiting on assets because I want to get new and fresh assets to go along this preview. And it should be up next week. And um, the second game that I saw, which is, it's, I mean, it's exciting, but not as exciting as Trauma Team. It's uh, the next Shin Megami Tensei game, which is being billed as basically the next mainline Mega Ten game, which for people that aren't familiar with that, it, you know, this is a stuff where it's like Persona, um, Devil Summoner came out on a DS over the summer. Persona has been like the, you know, it was Persona 3 and 4 on uh, PS2. There was the remake of Persona 1 that came out on PSP this fall. Um, but there's a mainline series, and this is basically the fourth in it. The last one was Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne for the PlayStation 2. Okay. So it's been a long time since they did a mainline entry, and this is a mainline entry, but it's very different from the past ones in that the other ones, I mean, they were they were set in the future, a little bit, you know, fantastical, but this is more of a, like, sci-fi thing, because the whole story is that you're part of this expedition team going to, uh, I think it's, I, I forget which pole it is, you're going to one of them, because there's, like, you know, some void there, and then you get, basically, you go there on this expedition, and you get stuck in this void where it's basically like the demon world. It's in like a very, it's like similar to our own reality, but filled with demons. And, um, so it's like Silent I Hill. Know, I, more or less, except for um, not as horror movie-ish. Not as messed more, up. More, more RPG-ish, because this actually runs, this game is built off of the Etrian Odyssey ed- engine, which um, I don't know if are either of you guys familiar with that game, or even the Mega Ten games in general. No, I, I know of them. I've heard I've heard a bit about Persona Three from some other podcasts, but I've never played any of them. I assumed they're all. I, I assumed the uh, Shin, Megami, Shin Megami Tensei games were all based on some manga or anime that I'd never watched. I don't think read. they are actually, because basically my experience with it is I, I played a bunch of Persona Three, and lately I've been more aware of them after playing Persona Three, but I haven't really played any of them. But um. But basically with this is that uh, it's, it's you know, like the, the first-person RPG, you know, you explore around and everything. The fights are from a first-person view, but there's a kind of the wrinkle that's part of the series is that you can, like, negotiate with demons and get them to join your team, and then you can, like, uh, combine the demons to form new demons and stuff like that. So it's got that, like, collectible Pokemon aspect to it. Oh, but yeah. it's, it's really funny because I got to see a couple, like, uh, a couple battles where, you know, you'll talk to the demon, and the demon will be like, yo, man, our alignments are different. We're not going to be able to be cool. And then it's like, you get to choose, like, what other word, what, what you want to say to him. Like, there was one part where it's like, you know, tell tell a, a boring joke, tell an, urba- an urbane joke, and it basically, you know, you get to pick these different options, and the, the person will respond where they'll either attack you, run away, or join you. 
Huh. But, uh, I mean, the writing's really good. It's by uh, the guy over at Atlas, uh, Nick Maragos, who um, I, I'm not that familiar with all the translators, but I know he's he's one of the top, he's one of the renowned ones at Atlas. And um, I'm trying to think what else is about this game. Um, yeah, like, demon, demon collecting is kind of like uh, Pokemon. Um, there's, like, magic and well, skills, as it is. It's basically, there's only one human character in your party. Are these games, like, do they have a, a story that goes from game to game? I, or think it it's, like... I, I think it's more like Final Fantasy, where okay. the story doesn't really go from game to game. But, like, some of them, like, I know the Persona series takes place in, I'm pretty sure, the same universe, maybe at different times. And I, I know with some of the other games, it's, like, it's same the same universe, but, like, different different stories, different people. I think there are definitely recurring characters and everything, but... It's so what I'm kind of hearing from you is, like, the Persona games are to Shin Megami Tensei as, like, Crystal Chronicles is to Final Fantasy? Yeah. And there's, like a lot, there's a lot of other a separate series, too. A separate series as a spin-off of the main series? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, cool. I'm trying to think what else about this game. This game, uh, it's, it's due out, it's actually, it was going to come out on March 9th, 2010, um, but it got pushed back two weeks. Can any of you guys guess why? No. Final Fantasy Thirteen. Yes. yes oh, Final yeah. Fantasy Thirteen. That is. That uh, I asked. I asked why. Why are you delaying? And they're like, that is why. <laughs> Please <laughs> on. It's, com- it's coming out on March twenty third. It's going to come with a soundtrack of the game, like you know, a lot of cool. other Alice games. Is it Wii exclusive? It's DS actually. Oh, is it DS exclusive then? Oh <laughs> uh, God, did I never not mention that? Yeah, it's a DS exclusive though. And, cool. Uh, cool. Yeah, cool. I mean, it's it uses the. I mean, as far as the touchscreen use, basically the map is on the touchscreen. And then I know in Etrian Odyssey you drew your own map. In this one, that's not the case. But you can, you know, navigate the map by like dragging around on the touchscreen. And sounds pretty cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's it's an RPG. It's you know, forty to fifty hours, what have you. Very intensive, very very old school, hardcore, if you will. Um, and it looks really good, and it's coming out in March. Excellent. Cool. Very good. Well, speaking of 2010, we have a whole bunch of uh, 2010 news stories to talk about because we just got the uh, the quarter one release schedule for 2010. Uh, so I'm going to give this to Neil and let him kind of take it away because yeah. he has a whole bunch of crap to talk about. Yeah, so um, as far as news stories goes, um, we actually uh, – Mega Man 10 is, is now announced. Um, that's coming out in March 2010. That, that was oh, yeah. The, the Nintendo quarter one uh, press release that they sent out. And Mega Man 10 is coming up for WiiWare. Um, it was originally unveiled in Nintendo Power. Um, Proto Man is going to be playable from the start. And there's a third character. Um, early speculation was that it's probably going to be uh, uh, Bass, but Bass. don't know. Bass, whatever. Because of gonna Rock. Be, be... Rock Man. Yes, yes. Yeah. Rock Metal. Is, is there a metal in this? No. no, there's. I don't think so. But, but. Early speculation is that the third character is going to be base. However, um, the the plotline of the game is that there's uh, this disease, Robotenza, that affects robots and makes them go crazy, and it affects Roll, which is you know Mega Man's sister, what have you. Yep, sister. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, but I mean, I, I was actually thinking maybe, maybe she would be the third character. Maybe you unlock her at the end after you save her. Um, That'd be Maybe cool. Doctor... They did they did something like that in Mega Man Powered Up. You could unlock Roll. Yeah, I mean maybe maybe that could be the third character. That's that's personally that that is my pick right now. 
Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah. And also, Sheep Man is uh, the first Robot Master <laughs> announced uh, with his thunder wool and his sheep, uh, you know, attributes. And uh, <laughs> please, no one make jokes about Mega Man bosses jumping the shark because that happened about seven to twelve years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, online rankings are going to be back. It's also coming out to XBLA and PSN for anyone that wants to get it there for some silly reason. Oddly enough, that was not mentioned in Nintendo Power. Go I figure. wonder why. I wonder why. Yeah. Uh, so, weird. so Zach, I know you're you're kind of the resident Mega Man fan. Love my Mega Man. How, how excited are you for Mega Man Ten? On a scale of uh, one to ten, this is about a well, okay, it's a nine. Uh, uh, I'd, I'd like to see more about it first. Um, was was nine a ten? Nine was an eleven. <laughs> That's way out of order. <laughs> it really is. So nine was an eleven, and 11 ten is a nine. <laughs> no, but I'm I'm super excited about it. I, I just can't wait. You know, people, uh, you know, people complain about the silly bosses, but I think that's a hallmark of the old series, and frankly, <laughs> it's a hallmark of the X series too. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is like as long as the boss is fun, I don't care what it looks like. Yeah, you can't take that and shit seriously, especially especially seeing the guys in nine, which were you know really cool bosses. Yeah. Well, and, well designed. Know, yeah, Splash Woman was even, you know, fun. I wonder if they're going to do another girl one in this, but the world may never know. That'd so, be cool. Yeah, so we have. Yeah, a I'd like to see more about this it. in our in our uh, our new initiative, if you, if you will, is uh, going to talkback threads and get pulling some comments. So we have a comment from Mop It Up. Who wants to read it? Uh, I'll read it here. All right, let's let's have Zach step up to the plate and read this. All right, let me find my quote. Mop It Up says about Mega Man 10, The problem with Mega Man 9 is that it tried too hard to replicate the old NES games and ended up falling flat. It's like Capcom thought the reason they are so highly regarded is because they're NES games. It's still a good game, but the NES ones have it beat. It is better than 7 and 8, though. Well, Mop It Up, I may have to find you and kill you. Oh, See, no. that was, the gauntlet has been thrown. That was the, that was the point. The point was to perfectly emulate an old NES game. They yeah, even, I mean, really... they even programmed in slowdown and uh, uh, you know freeze ups. I know there well, have been times where I've been playing Mega Man Nine, and someone will walk by and be like, "Oh, is that on Virtual Console?" Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I think I think that's perfect. And uh, I was actually uh, talking to you guys before the show about how. I was never really that big of a Mega Man fan, but Mega Man 9 coming out made me respect the series so much more because I, I picked it up, and it just that, that gameplay still holds up. Yeah, it does. But especially because of the fact that they basically just made an NES game and released it today, yep. and it was awesome. I had a few problems with Mega Man 9. I, I didn't like that they took away the slide and the charge. The charge yeah. was gone, right? Yep. Yeah, both of them yeah, were gone. gone. Although Proto Man yeah, I, I mean, use them both. Like I, I kind of understand what they were going for. They wanted to take the series back to its roots, but there were NES games that had those features. It's not like that was a something they added in later for like the Super NES games yeah. or for the PlayStation games. That's true. The, I mean, the the slide first appeared in three, and the charge in four. Right. I mean, so I I really missed not having those, especially. As, well, I'm not even sure which one I missed having more. I missed having both of them. Um, I miss and, having I miss having the slide a lot. Yeah, the slide. I, I, I went back. 
I went back and got Mega Man 2 to kind of prepare for Mega Man 9, because I think that came out on Virtual Console, like, right around the same yeah, time, right? Yeah, I think right? so. Yeah. I think 3 uh, came out after it, and I think 2 came out right before it. Something like that, yeah. So, yeah, I went out and got Mega Man 2 to prepare for it, and, you know, I, I know Mega Man 9 was sort of created with difficulty meant to sort of scare you back into remembering what it was like <laughs> to play 8-bit games, but, man, Mega Man 9 is way harder than Mega Man 2. Like, significantly cheaper and harder across the board, because I was able to get through Mega Man... I mean, granted, I've played Mega Man 2 before, so I had a bit of a heads up, but I never made it past more than about three or four bosses in Mega Man 9, and I was able to get past all the bosses in Mega Man 2 in an afternoon, easy. How many times have you played Mega Man 2 before that? I've I, I played Mega Man 2 before, you know, a, a number of times, but yeah. I don't think that that's the kind of game that, you know... Knowing the specific, aside from knowing which which weapons to get in which order, I don't really know that that's necessarily the kind of game that you know is going to be. You know, you're not, not going to have a super a super good advantage just because you played that particular iteration of it. I yeah, think. you know, I will say that um, Mega Man Nine. I think I said this in my review. Is to me um, a, a little less, not as hard as Mega Man One but harder than Mega Man 2 and harder than Mega Man 3. But 1 is still the benchmark for this is frustratingly difficult. I don't like 1 at all. I like 2 and 3 a lot. Yeah. I never had a problem with the first one, and I've beaten the first one. Yeah, I have too. I, it, it requires some, like, you know those dropping platforms in Gutman stage? Yeah. Um, those remind me of the places in Tornado Man stage in 9, where, you know, you have to jump from cloud to cloud, uh, and the wind is at your front, you know, mm -hmm. and really super accurate stuff like that. That stuff bothers me. I understand why they put it in, but it, it bugs me, and it makes it too hard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I will say that I will not be buying Mega Man 10 if I do not finish Mega Man 9 first, so <laughs> I, I will have some motivation and a... a target date by which to finish yep, my you have uh, March Mega 2010 is one that is set to come out the and, gauntlet uh, once again has been thrown <laughs> you, you have until March 10 will have an easy mode don't worry it, uh, yeah yeah there will also be the easy mode I forgot to mention that I may, I may have to use the easy mode I might use the easy mode too I'm old guys I'm not prepared for this crap <laughs> I'm, I'm bad at games guys <laughs> not that I'm bad at them it's just that I'm not, I'm not one of those uh Idiot savants. With you don't the, like to punish yourself with really hard games. Not so much. Not so much. I you know like, I I like having fun with games. <laughs> I kind of spent the last five to ten <laughs> years realizing that I am bad at games, and no matter how long I've been playing them, I'm never going to stop being bad at games. I'm very good at a very specific subset of video games. <laughs> <laughs> I've been playing NCAA football since the day it came out for PlayStation Two about seven or eight years ago. But I promise you, if I go online right now and play a game. I'm gonna get smoked by like 50 points. Oh, well, that's me with Madden too. Yeah, yeah. I love the game, and I'll play it till the day I die. But I, I'm not good at it. Yep. I don't know any of my friends who also play it that long, or who have played it that long, who cannot kick my ass at that game when we play together. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> All right, so that's okay so, though. I'm, I'm okay with it. <laughs> so, so moving on, we have a uh, Sunsoft, which uh, came back from the dead about two or three weeks ago. Um, Blaster Master came out on Virtual Console this week, which we'll talk about in greater detail later. Um, and they also announced that they acquired Nihon Telenet Games, who they're 
known best for the Valis series. They published Arcus Odyssey, um, Ease 3, and Game Ground, and, uh, among others. And, um, yeah, those games are going to start showing up on Virtual Console. They were all around throughout the 90s. Um, their future plans involve remaking those games and making new entries. That's Do awesome. either of you guys have experience with uh, the series that are mentioned? I want to say I've played at least one of the one of the Valis games. That was a Genesis series. Yeah, I've heard of the I I Valis series is something that got past me, although I remember hearing a lot about it. I want to say that I rented one of the Valis games when I was in probably junior high or something and played it over a weekend and really really enjoyed it. But it was one of those games that I kind of played it and then forgot about it almost immediately after I was done. So I'm not sure if I'm even thinking of the right game. <laughs> But I guess, uh, you know, with Blaster Master, that's definitely the, the one big Sunsoft release that I'm excited for. I haven't gotten a chance to pick it up on Virtual Console. But, I mean, did either of you guys play that game when you were younger or even more recently? I do remember playing it when I was... I remember playing it, but I don't really remember the game. It's a friggin' hard game, if that's I do what remember. People, I, that's what I'm reading, and, and that's and kind, kind of terrifying of, me. It's, it's kind of like... It's Metroid-like, but not... And I know there's parts that are like top down, almost like Star Tropics. It's been a while since I played it, but it was it was one of the games when I was younger. That uh, as far as how I got my original Nintendo is, I have a cousin who's like uh, about ten years older than me, and when he was of the age where he was done playing his Nintendo, he gave it to me. And Blaster Master was one of the games that I got with that, and I played it a lot. I didn't get very far, but I really enjoyed it. And, I played it a little bit, but I never really got too far into and it. And the those games that kind of always pass me by. The story is very goofy because it's about a little boy who like his frog disappears and then like he falls down a hole or something and ends up in this <laughs> other world in a little suit. It's a frog named Fred, if I'm not but, mistaken. Yes, yes, Fred the Frog. But the Japanese version of this game, which I believe is called Metafite or something along those lines, <laughs> had a completely had a completely different story to it, and that it was like Whoa, the really? fu- like this futuristic battle and everything, and the, this new version or the the Blaster Master when it was ported over to North America got this whole, like, there was a book alongside it and everything, and it was all this stuff with, like, this frog, it was going to be this franchise, there was another game, but in Japan, the, the frog stuff never got there, like, that was completely added for the North American release. Wow. They were like, well, this story needs to make more sense, let's add a frog named Fred. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess um, I'll read the forum quote for this one, uh, relating to Blaster Master. Um, it's from Brood Wars, and he said, I've played through the first two bosses, and unlike most NES games, BM is still a good game, though a little cheap in some places where it seems impossible to avoid getting hit because it happens where enemies just appear in front of you. In fact, I was a little surprised to see that the game features persistent enemies in a time when enemies always respawn when you walk too far in one direction. Hmm, that's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely... It's a game I, I feel like it was almost ahead of its time. But, I mean, I, I will eventually pick it up, and I think there's going to be some sort of contest if you can beat it. Um, Sunsoft has not released everything. I feel like Sunsoft is going to be a source of news for the next couple months, and hopefully they'll survive past those couple months. Yeah. Yeah, I I might get the game on a whim. I remember sort of enjoying it. I have good memories of it, let's put it that way. Yeah. This this game seems to me me like it's begging for a rebirth. Yeah. Yeah. That might happen. I think think if it does well on Virtual Console, we might very well see a rebirth. So we should Someday. buy it. Someday. <laughs> There'll be no release date. <laughs> They'll say it's coming. TBA 2010, and then when 2010 is done, it'll be TBA 2011. Yep, exactly. <laughs> All right, so, so moving down the news story list, let's, let's go to the big one. 
Um, that's uh, Nintendo's quarter one 2010 release schedule was uh, oh, yeah. the press release last week. And um, the big news out of this is that there will be new Wii Remote colors, pink and blue, coming out on Valentine's Day. So you can, you know, your sweetie can give you the pink one and you can give them the blue one and it'll be all great and you'll all be happy. But I already have four, so it doesn't really make a shit of difference for me. Yeah. Um, as far as Wii Remote colors, are you guys already all, all tricked out with four remotes or are you interested in getting one of these colored ones? Yeah, I already got four and yeah. I don't want a pink or a blue one. If I was going to get yeah. another color, I'd probably get black. I only have they two. Are all, I don't that's have any that's weird. I don't think the black the black ones weren't the black ones still don't have a release date or did they? The black out? ones are out, dude. I've, I've seen the black oh, ones shit, in stores. Oh shit, they are. Oh god. And they and they come with a Wii Motion Plus. Yeah, and yep. I think these are also coming with a Wii Motion Plus. Well, yes, but the Wii Motion are. Plus for these ones are not colored the same color as the remote. Right, oh, that's right. Weird. They're gonna be white Wii Motion Plus on a pink or blue remote. That's that's terrible. <laughs> yeah, that's a little that's a little tacky. But uh, moving down the list, Endless Ocean Blue World, which is coming out on February 22nd, and we'll use We Speak, is uh, the only console Wii release from Nintendo for quarter one 2010. Jesus Christ. Which, like, what the hell? Like, I thought last year was bad when it was just uh, new play control games, and now they're just putting out Endless Ocean 2 in February, and that's it. You know what this um, means, don't you? It means that all the games we want we're, we're all waiting for, like Metroid and Mario Galaxy, those are going to be like their holiday games. No, yeah. no, they're not. They're going to come out in the summer and their holiday game will be Wii Music 2. Yes. Like, like really, <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think Q1 2010 might be the point where I just become a cynical bastard when it comes to Nintendo, because like, this is absurd. <laughs> and I know, it hasn't uh, happened our... already. We <laughs> haven't worked at this site long it's, enough. It's, I mean, I mean... <laughs> I mean, last, last holiday was pretty bad, but usually, you know, the front of the year was really good. And this one, you know, New Super Mario Brothers is really cool, and Spirit Tracks is really good. So, you know, I'll accept it a little bit. And there was all these other good games on the horizon, but these games aren't fucking coming out. Dude, yeah, when yeah, the music was announced, I was like, what the fuck is this? Yeah, Help like, I was, out, like, optimistic. Nintendo. I was like, guys, guys, it might not be that bad. It might not be that bad. I, I was a fool, but, you know, I was a hopeful fool. Like Academy and, uh, of Champions. <sighs> I hate you. <laughs> well, clearly, clearly they have all their best teams working on Master of Illusion Express titles. Yes, probably. <laughs> That's right. Skip, those, I, those are coming out every week. I, I yeah. really hope that Skip just isn't their entire DSI. It's like their entire development team right now. He's just moved to Skip, and they're they're making ports and art style games. But you don't mind that, but like, you'd like to hell? see a good, I, you'd like to see a good big release once in a while. Yeah, and I think I think uh, our own Jonathan Metz uh, completely nailed. Uh, brought this to my attention, I know, in the talkback thread, and nailed it on the head of what's wrong with this. Read it, um, sir. Said, there's, a, there, there's a lot of good stuff here, but where is Sin and Punishment 2? Why oh, would Nintendo of America truth. release it at least four months later in America versus Japan? And I I don't get that. Wasn't there, like, a fucking interview with and, Reggie? And like, like, two weeks ago, where I was like, oh, yeah, wait, maybe it's, not. Japan. It's, it's already out in Japan. If, yeah. you're, if you're thinking that Greg got it, Greg imported Yeah, he got an import. Yeah, because Greg's been playing it. Yeah. But, um, but like, I mean, there was there was an interview with Reggie like two or three weeks ago that was like, we're gonna back Sin and Punishment too. Like, no, I remember that. Full of yeah. Shit. Like, like, like they like they're don't... they ain't backing anything if that game's not coming out until quarter two. Don't back well, something no... awesome like Wario World, or I mean Wario Land. Shake it. You know, let's back uh, yeah. Sin and Punishment too. And I appreciate them for doing that, but it seems like an odd choice. Well, it's, they're not backing it. That's it's bullshit. Well, that's like, exactly until, yeah. That's right. 
I mean, that's the thing is that, like, I mean, is this going to be an Excitebox case where, like, you know, in February they'll be like, well, it's coming out March t- March 2nd. Get ready for yeah, it. Exactly. Like, they squat over are they, are a pile they... of newspapers and produce it. <laughs> <laughs> They're just going to release a press release out of the blue and just be like, yeah, it's coming out. Right. Check it other, out. Other noticeable absence from the list, I would say uh, Castlevania The Adventure Rebirth. What the yeah, fuck? Which has been demoed on, <laughs> on Nintendo Wii, this yet just... not dated for release. Wait, wait, it was actually demoed on Nintendo Wii? Seriously? Yeah, they had a video, they had, they had video of it on Nintendo Wii. When was that? Was what that in like, the past fuck? week or two? Yeah, it was like the day, I think it was the week they announced Excite, uh, Excite Bike World Rally, oh, because Jesus. that's the first one that I ever watched. You know, oh, okay. in the last I don't think Nintendo... I watched all that, I think I just watched I... the Excite Bike part. I was flipping through the last month's Nintendo Power, and they previewed Castlevania Rebirth, and they were like, by the time you read this, it'll probably be on the WiiWare channel. No, I'm like, no, it's, it's not, not there. And it still doesn't have a release date. And they didn't give uh, one in the Nintendo Power. And it's out in Japan. That's this the only just became like the angry Nintendo podcast right now. <laughs> I think it came out in Europe, too, because Greg's, well, maybe he's got it on his Japanese. Yeah, Greg's movie. got it on Japanese, I think. He's, he's just... Yeah. He's got them He all confuses now. all of us because he's yeah. not as European as the Japanese way. But anyway, but, um, there uh, can't be much to translate in that damn game. <laughs> well, clearly there's just too much other stuff coming out, right? I mean, that's oh, the wait, thing. Like, oh, wait. there's not. Yeah. Well, I mean, with WiiWare, they are they are coming out with games at a good clip, and I think at this point they're they're really backlogged with games. And but the thing is, is that some of them are crappy games, and you think you'd yeah. want to have like a headline game each week, and I, I feel like that's what they're doing. But it seems like, I mean, I've noticed for the past couple of weeks, I feel like the since BitTrip Void, the WiiWare output has been kind of weak. Yeah. yeah. And, like, if Castlevania The Adventure Rebirth came out, like, shit, I might pick that up. Although I still need to get Contra Rebirth. Well, Shantae but... is its replacement, and I'm happy about that. Yes, Shantae is set for quarter one. Um, I think, uh, for, for the purposes of this news story, and keeping it a little brief, we're going to focus on Nintendo stuff. But, yes, Shantae is coming yeah, out yeah. in quarter one, 2010, or at least the first episode. And uh, the only other Nintendo Wii release is going to be WarioWare DIY Showcase, which is going to come out on WiiWare, and it's coming out on quarter one, which I guess this will be some kind of demo-ish thing for WarioWare DIY, which um, is basically where you make your own micro games. Um, that came out in Japan, I mm. think, earlier this year. It's coming out on March 28th in North America, and that game's going to be cool as hell. And, Very cool. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I really... I love the WarioWare games with the exception of the DSiWare stupid thing. And I'm I'm excited to see DIY. I've heard really good things about it. And hopefully not everything will have a penis in it. Well, <laughs> if you download my demos. <laughs> and also for DS we're getting we're getting more Pokemon, Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver coming out on March fourteenth. Um, Finally a new Pokemon game. <laughs> it's been so long. It's been yeah. like what, a year? Less than that. But, Diamond just came out. Well, See, well, actually, platinum, the joke platinum. the joke in that wasn't finally. The joke in that was new, because this is like the seventh oh, remake point, of a Pokemon yeah. title yeah. they, they, they put the out. But, but you're um, right, it works both ways. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, I'm, I'm getting to a point where I'm, I'm feeding for Pokemon a little bit, but at the same time, I mean, I can always go back to one of the other 20 games that have come out recently. <laughs> yeah. Or come you know, out in the past, like, five years. And it's sad, because Gold and Silver have always been my favorite Pokemon games, but... I just know they're going to f it up with all the modern things in Pokemon now. Yeah, like I, I think I'm, I'm interested in this, and you know, maybe when a review copy comes around, I, I, I might bite on it. But I mean, you can have it. I, I'm Pokemon out. I mean, it's the kind of thing where, like, I feel like unless I got it for free, I wouldn't go out and pick it up. Exactly. Um, 
also, um, Nintendo is coming out with uh, Glory of Hercules, which was actually uh, announced a couple weeks prior to this list. That's coming Sorry, out. Her- isn't that Heracles? Heracles, my bad. Yeah, Glory the- of Heracles. Glory of Heracles is coming out on January 18th. for Horosaurophilus. <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's coming out coming out on January 18th. It's a DS RPG developed by Payon. Um, it it comes. I think it's the first North American North American release in the series, which is, dates back to I think the original Nintendo. It's a Data East RPG that I think Nintendo has been publishing since that time. Um, it's cool that it's coming out. Don't know too much about it. I remember the demo D3, but only I I remember that I played it for like five minutes and don't remember much else. Yeah. I assume the final product will be you know. More, more than a demo. So it, uh, I, I hope it'll turn out good, and I'll be interested to see what people say about it. It's interesting that's happening because it, you know, they just came out with Starfy this la- this last year too. Yeah, I so mean, may- it's cool that it's cool that they're bringing out a lot of these, you know, titles that were traditionally Japanese only. Yeah. And um, their their final um, the DS DS. Retail release is America's Text Kit Test Kitchen. Let's get cooking, which um, you know, cooking. That's cool. Cooking games aren't bad. I, I think cooking, uh, personal trainer cooking, is very good. Um, probably uh, one of the best value DS games if you're into cooking. Yeah, I think like Johnny likes box. it too. I remember him talking about it on our phone. Yeah. Is yeah. it more than just a recipe book? It's pretty much. It's like um, there's actually. Well, you can unlock after you complete a recipe. You unlock Game and Watch Chef. So that, that's cool. <laughs> And but you can, pretty much, and you can it, take pretty much your it is just to the store and make a laundry list. Yeah, you, you, you can make you know uh, a shopping list for whatever you want to make. Um, I mean, it's a, it's it's pretty much just like a recipe book, and it also will like you know as as you make things, you can have the DS out and just like you know you can actually do voice commands to it. But I found those were a little iffy. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a really cool game, and I don't really know where America's Test Test Kitchen Let's Get Cooking is going to fit into all this. But I can only assume that it'll be kind of like a, a cooking title in that vein. Maybe there'll also be more game aspects to it. Yeah. But um, there's also cool. a, a bunch of DSiWare titles with specific release dates were on this list as well. Um, I, I can only assume some of those are probably like the Q, uh, maybe the different names for the the Q game title, the Q games titles that were announced or came out in Japan and Europe recently. But we got Trajectile coming out on January 4th. We have Touch Solitaire, which, I mean, I guess we can understand what that is. It's coming out on January 11th. Starship Defense is coming out on January 18th, which I think is that's one of the ones that I think, Andy, didn't you write a story on Starship Defense or something that sounds similar yeah, to that? Yeah, I did. Uh, what exactly is that as far as I, you The gather? story didn't really have any details because there wasn't really anything to, anything to go off of. <laughs> nice. Well, basically just said it, they, they, they found it um, in, a, in a release list. Uh, but I don't think there's any anything to go off of really there yet. All right, well, it's coming out on January 18th. And uh, another game we have is Number Battle coming out on January 25th. And then Lincoln Launch and Xscape are both coming out in February. And, I mean, I think it's interesting that they actually have specific dates for these games. You don't really yeah, see that definitely. with We Wear and DSi Wear longer no, than like a week or two before the game. But, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, and, I mean, they're all Nintendo-published titles, which I don't know if it'll be, like, Nintendo-published as Maboshi's Arcade was Nintendo-published, or if these are actually developed by... Nintendo, um, but I guess we'll see as more about them, more information about those games gets uh, known, or they just come out. So, yeah, that's uh, Nintendo's quarter one 2010 release schedule. Um, there's a lot of other Wii and DS games coming out, thank God. 
because Nintendo's not really bringing anything to Wii, and their DS their DS output is is okay, but I feel like it could be better. But moving moving down the news list, um, we had some game new game announcements courtesy of uh, Zach's favorite awards show, the VGAs, uh, good old Spec TV, um, where about two Nintendo games were nominated for anything, along with most other game award shows. More than usual. Game award things. Yeah, no, two is a high number of Nintendo. I just kind of really goes to show. I, I don't remember who said this. I think it might have been might have been uh, John Lindeman in one of our many many email threads yes. that go gone behind the scenes. It really it, it's starting to become very striking how uh, how the industry and Nintendo are completely different yep. things yep. now. Yeah. Like they're just really not the same thing anymore. They're they're just they're, there's the game industry and then there's Nintendo and. The people that follow one don't really follow the other, and it's becoming yeah. more and more like that every every year that goes by. That's true. Yep. I and mean, VGA I mean, is the game industry. Yeah, and I mean we're weird because we kind of straddle that line between them, and I mean yeah. it's kind of tough because really a lot of Nintendo stuff. I mean it's so strikingly different from everything else on other consoles that like you know our our site in itself is very different from any other site just because of the content that that we talk about because. It's, you know, other sites don't have as much of a focus on Nintendo. I, I rarely see a focus on Nintendo systems. Yeah, yeah. But, I hate um, the VGAs so much. But, and, uh, so but here's two games, what, that, got, two games I, that got announced. Yes, it. Zach? Can I tell you why I hate the VGAs? Go for it, man. As I hate long the, as it, it's just short. It's, go it's for, for it. the same reason I hate G4. I don't want to watch you play a fucking game. I want to play the game. <laughs> ass face. That's what I'm screaming. I don't like the, the VGAs because they bring people in that have nothing to do with the video exactly, games and like tell me Samuel which video games Jackson. are good. Like yeah. that, yeah. I don't. Yeah. Jack Black was fun. I mean, well, that's he because yeah, about but he has games. a connection to Brutal Legend. There's a point yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that was really. I, I I didn't watch this year's at all. I watched last year's, and and it's not like I really like the content. And um, I I thought the uh. The funniest thing was with that was uh, Weezer playing a song in which like River Cuomo looked like he was like fucking like hyperventilating and just like around <laughs> like really weirdly. All right, so uh, moving on, one of the games that was announced was Green Day Rock Band. Ooh, <laughs> finally a band-specific rock band. <laughs> <laughs> I I have no words no, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> I mean, really, there wasn't too much announced about this. It was just, you know, the teaser trailer crap that comes out of the VGAs. Um, the one thing that is known is that it won't export for Wii users to any other game, which sucks. And yeah, But it will export awful. if you have a 360 or PS3, so that's mm-hmm. cool. But, I mean, I I can kind of tell, Zach, by your, your vomiting mimicking <laughs> that you're not really excited about this. But how do you guys feel about having Green Day Rock Band exist? Here's here's my thing on this game. I'm actually kind of interested in it, not because I want to have it, although I'm sure it be it would be kind of fun because I think Green Day is kind of fun to listen to. Yeah, I, like, I really they're sort I, of I, they're okay. I like Dookie a lot, and some of the other songs. Yeah. I mean, not really a huge fan, but it's not like it would be terrible. And I think people are giving giving the band a lot more shit than they really yeah, deserve. Yeah. And I think there is a there, there there might not be enough variety to really carry throughout this the entire game. game, like. Well, but at the here's, same time, I think of... there's enough variety that, like, they, and they're a big enough band that this game might It'll not be deserving, but people. it makes, yeah, it makes a little sense. You know, I will say that my, one of my favorite songs of all time is a Green Day song. 
And I hope you have the time of your life. It's the time of your life. Ah, that's just that's one of those songs. Yeah, and you know I like it partially because I'm a huge Seinfeld guy, and that's the song they played during the montage in the final episode. Oh yeah, totally brought tears to my eyes. Here, so, here's why I'm most interested in the Green Day rock band. Um, right now, I think a lot of us, and this is sort of, this sort of got brought up in the thread a little bit, but uh, the talkback thread. But um, right now, we're sort of hanging to this little thread that Harmonix is somehow more reputable than the guys that bring you uh, Guitar Hero. Never soft. Never soft, I guess. Never soft in Vicarious really. Visions, although Vicarious yeah. Visions only does DS and Wii stuff. It, I think it's kind of Activision calling the shots. I think it's kind oh, of like sure. Activision versus Harmonix, yeah. I suppose, at this point. Oh, maybe Activision is. versus EA. Activision versus MTV. EA doesn't yeah, do anything besides publish the games. So I think we're kind of, I mean, based, based on the fact that Rock Band 2 was pretty much better than Guitar Hero World Tour, and based on the fact that the Beatles rock band is pretty great, if you like the Beatles, uh, we've all been kind of hanging on to this. And like a, like about, a rock you know, band, it's also, I mean, it's not like it brings anything really new to the table, but it's a, it's a pretty interesting take on it as far as, but, like, but aesthetically. They, they've, done, they've done the non-core rock band games the right way. They've made you, aside from the Beatles, they've made you, you know, you can export the, export the songs and... You know, they they yeah, they as long as you're not the... Yeah, as long so as you're not So all three of you, I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Here here's the thing though. They basically they they've got it they got this Beatles or sorry, they got this Green Day game now and they basically have, you know, they have an opportunity to really kind of screw the screw this reputation that they've earned up. They don't have to do that. They can make a really good Green Day rock band game. As long as they do it the same way they did the Beatles rock band, they they, right. they don't include you know only sixty percent of the songs for yeah. the band. Because I mean, face it, if you're buying Green Day rock band, you're probably a pretty big Green Day fan, yeah. and you don't want to pick up a Green Day rock band song only to find Nickelback has like four tracks on it. Mm -hmm. they, they they need to make the game about Green Day, about Green Day story featuring Green Day's music, yeah. and not just be a Green Day track. They need, pack to, they need with, to make like, it a Metallica the game or the. Yes, yeah, exactly. Like the Metallica game and like the, the Van Metallica Halen game, game like the and the Van game. Halen game. Well, the Van Halen game technically isn't out yet, but a couple of people have already played it because <laughs> of the whole getting it for free from Guitar Hero Five. And yeah. the problem with those games is that there's nothing really so unique about you know having the band in the game besides you know like half of the songs are theirs. But yeah. I mean that's the thing is I think I think the big part of Green Day Rock Band is that you really you have to go with making it all Green Day songs. You can't have it where yeah. it's like oh here's some songs they got inspiration from, unless you know there was like this one song that brought the entire band together. Then then you don't do that. Actually have yeah. if there are any other songs, make it that songs that legitimately have a tie to that. Like for example, if you were to ever do a Nirvana rock band or something along those lines. You can include like you know some Foo Fighters and some, some like David that. Bowie maybe even because he covered he covered a bunch of David Bowie songs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just you could do stuff like that. But I mean, that's that's the only way I think that would be okay if you know Harmonics wants to be keep up their reputation. Yeah, and that's that that's why this game to me is interesting because they have they have a reputation, and right now they pretty much this game is they they have it to lose. Uh, and I want to see if they lose it. I, I want to see if they put out a game that's basically Guitar Hero Aerosmith, yeah. or if they just put out a version of the Beatles rock band that happens to appeal to Green Day fans. I mean, I don't, don't get me I wrong. don't know if they will because they put a shit ton of effort into that Beatles game. Yeah, yeah, I know they did. And that yeah. was tons of money into that Beatles game, which it might be, almost be a relief 
by the fact that, you know, this game will not cost this much money to make. Right. Yeah. But it also won't have that broad market appeal. I walk a lonely road, the only... Welcome <laughs> <laughs> <go> to paradise. <laughs> I actually really love their Kerplunk album. If they have songs from Kerplunk on there, I might have to pick it up. Yeah. Well, and I mean, sure that's the thing will. is, I, uh, yeah, Kerplunk's a good album. Dookie's a good album. Yeah. I kind of stopped listening after... Uh, uh, probably after Dookie, I have I have a couple Nimrod. of the ones right after that, but then they they put out like three or four CDs since I stopped paying attention. American so. Idiot, the, the new one. But yeah. I mean, I I love harmonics, and um, I'm definitely like I'm a I'm a big harmonics fan. But at this point, as I find myself kind of I, I don't like I used to play so much rock band, and that was kind of you know because I was in I was in the heat of college. At this point, I'm on the outskirts of college. I'm graduating yeah. May, so you know. I'm not as much as, you know, partying all the time. I'm more like, shit, man, i got to find a job. But hey, I'm in I played that a... role, too. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I played a lot of rock band, and I still play rock band from time to time, and I really like it. But at this point, I, I, I guess I just don't care as much about, like, the weekly DLC or the future yeah. games. Yeah, I'm in the same what I have already. I just don't have time. Yeah, and I mean, I, I hope that Green Day Rock Band is a really cool game. I don't, I don't know if I would get it, but, you know, I, I hope it's good, and I hope... You know, maybe the way they do Green Day Rock Band is something that could work with other bands similar to them. And, I mean, so that way you don't have to go for, like, well, it's got to be the Beatles or Led Zeppelin, and you can't do any other band-specific games. Because I think that's that's very narrow-minded, and I think that goes with a lot of, I mean, uh, like, I guess was what was how the Guitar Hero games even started was that there was a lot more emphasis on... You know, like classic rock, like, you know, Freebird, stuff like that. Whereas the newer games, especially if you look at, like, if you look at the, you know, what's in Guitar Hero 5 and Rock Band, is they're very broad market games. Yeah. And I think yeah. to keep it being a broad market game, you've got to do stuff like Green Bay Rock Band. And I'm interested to see how the sales go. I'm interested to see what the critical reception is going to be for this game. Well, I'm going to lead off this story. Uh, Kraken613 on the forum said about this. I mean, you go from the Beatles to Green Day. Why? There are so, so many better bands than freaking Green Day. Hundreds of better bands. Well, I mean, it's opinion, and there are a lot of fans of Green Day who are probably happy about this. Yes. But on the face and of it, I sort of agree. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think there are other bands out there, but it's also how many of these other bands have a lot of songs on Rock Band already. Like, I don't really know if True. I would even be interested in a Who Rock Band game. Because I have pretty much all the songs yeah. I want already on Rock Band. Good point. Well, like the the Beatles have have a legend yeah. to them. Like, and there's no yeah. legend to, to to Green Day. Well, I think that's they're the thing is that like there, you could not make enough. Like, if Harmonics was like, well, we can't match the Beatles Rock Band, we may as well not make anything else. Then, like, there, there's really like after the Beatles, there's really no band that is like them. That's true. But you, but th- there are other artists that have that have a legend. Prince, uh, David Bowie, what. Dude, you know, I would, oh my god, god, I would fucking would cool. die for a Bowie Rock Michael, band. Michael Jackson, I mean, there are other artists that, that haven't really been relevant in a while that have, like, a large fan base and I a would, large I would history. I and... Bowie the Rock Band. Uh, yeah, I would I mean, buy a 360 for Bowie the Rock Band. I would, you know what I, I mean? Would it's buy, like, there are like, other, there are other acts that have Wii legends. instruments to get Bowie Rock Band for every system. <laughs> like, oh my god, that would that would rock my world. But, but you see what I, but you see what I'm saying though. Yeah. There are other acts that have like a legend, that have a story to well, tell. Well, you know, maybe, maybe sure. we'll be seeing more of those games down the line, and I honestly kind of hope we do. I mean, 
that the market's getting oversaturated. But so to me, it's not a matter of how of how many bands there are that are better than Green Day. It's about you got to use these band specific games to sort of recount the career of a band. And Green Day's career isn't over yet. Yeah, so why exactly. are we doing this now? It's like it's like when you put out a greatest hits album after like your third record. Right. It's like, <laughs> you, you haven't had your greatest hits yet. You don't know what your greatest hits are. Wait a bit. Oh, I got All one. Right, so. Rock band, Spinal Tap. <laughs> well, that, once again, like all their fucking songs are already on Rock Band. Yeah, that's Spinal true. Tap. Really? They, they got they got like they got like ten, fifteen songs on Rock Holy Band. Holy shit! I have to buy Rock Band. <laughs> how about how about Rock Band Pink Floyd? You know, I mean, oh, that, 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 so would that would be fucking awesome. I think Pink, I mean, Floyd, Pink Floyd is You might say that Pink Floyd's hard to, hard, hard to get the rights to, but so are the Beatles. Yeah. yeah. If they can do but the I don't Beatles, know that, they can I, do I don't anybody. think there's as much of a market for Pink Floyd as there, as there is. You the shut movies. your filthy mouth. You, you know, you, you I, it's might not, be it's right, not a matter but... of quality. It's a matter of... Oh, yeah. You mean compared to the Beatles. Oh, I'm... Yeah. yeah. That's, that's totally true. And I think yeah. Green Day, there's more of a mainstream market for it. Like yeah. Pink Floyd, I guess, is... Not as much of a mainstream market. The kids right, today we don't should, know good Moving on, moving on. We are going to probably wrap up this next story, next news story in about 30 seconds. Star Wars The Force Unleashed 2 was also announced at the VGAs. There's not really any details on a Wii version except for the fact that it's coming out. Sweet. That's All right. cool. Moving Sounds on. Um, Prince of Persia also. Uh, Prince, of, Prince of Persia The Forgotten Sands, which uh, was, I guess, announced with minimal information a while back. I uh, got more information coming out of the VGAs. Um, the Forgotten Sands will be coming out for Wii and DS. It'll be coming out around the same time as the movie, but it won't be tied to the movie at all. It'll actually take place between Sands of Time and The Warrior Within, which were uh, you know the first two parts of the trilogy that came back in the GameCube, PlayStation 2, Xbox era. There will be you know new characters, new powers. It'll have the whole... Um, it'll basically be, I guess, similar to Sands of Time. It'll have those mechanics... And the whole story behind it is that um, you're visiting, uh, the prince is visiting his brother's kingdom, palaces under siege, and then he's got to go in and kick some ass and take some names. This bugs me. Why? I don't like like it. Because they they just put out a really solid game in 2008 that started the the franchise over. It was a pretty solid, I mean, it wasn't like universally loved, but it was pretty solid. It had a really cool ending. Yeah, it's, it's, Um, uh, I mean, it's definitely, I mean, I think Sands of Time is a fantastic game. I, I haven't played Two Thrones or whatever. I don't know if that's the Wii, the Wii port or not. I forget what it's called. I hated Warrior Within, which is kind of why I didn't play Two Thrones. But I friggin' loved the uh, the reboot that they did the other year. Yeah, I still yeah, play it. Yeah, I, I've been, I've been I remember... meaning to go back to it. I never downloaded the epilogue. The epilogue based on what I remember really at the hard. end of... Uh, based on what I remember at the end of the Sands of Time, there's no reason for him to have the power... Of didn't he didn't he like lose that power at the end? Yeah, of I guess. Of I mean, it just I don't know if like the actual is the actual dagger coming back. I don't know if that was one hundred percent confirmed. I thought it was just. I mean, it seems to play similar to Sands of Time. And I know they're saying this is not linked to the movie, but I I call foul. I think they're making another Sands of Time game to tie into the movie marketing, even if it doesn't. Yeah, even if it doesn't. It's, it's tie not to a movie. It's movie. not a movie tie-in, and that was kind of what I thought it was going to be in the first place. But it seems to be, you know, marketed with the movie. I think the reason why we're, share seeing, why we're not seeing a sequel to the 2008 one is that the movie is based on the Saints of Time. 
Yeah, that's Which, weird. I I hope that they make a sequel to the 2008 game. Me too. I don't want to see that that the, the the art for that was beautiful. Yeah, like the control that, style took some time to grow on me, but by the end of the game, I really liked Prince it. Prince of Persia a lot. was the first game. I I got an HGTV uh, Black Friday when that came out, and that was the first game that I I I bought and played on my new HGTV. And it's a good holy choice. shit! I just love yeah, the relationship between the prince and Alika. Yeah, I, I thought. Yeah. I mean, not to get into too much, but I mean, I think we can all agree that that, that was a kick-ass game. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think and, it's and, weird uh, that this new game takes place between two games that were released like seven years ago. Yeah, I mean, it just, yeah, it, it seems like an odd choice for this game to exist, but I hope it's a one-off. I hope it's there because the movie's there, and yeah. I hope that after it's done, they kind of go back to what they were doing. Yeah, I have my my biggest fear is that this game signals the the end of what came a couple years ago. I hope that's not the case. Yeah. And uh, Mop It Up in the forums had a comment saying uh, he's he's glad it is, or she, it, it is glad, she's glad that it's not coming the way. I just hope it will be a genuine experience and not some half-baked, watered-down Me Too project. Like a P- Which I think PS2 it, port. That they, are, they are pretty much saying that, you know, the Wii and DS version will be different from the 360 PS3 versions, but we don't know in what way. Well, like, of course it, it will. It could be <laughs> different as in bad, or different as in, like, oh, well, there's two different teams developing this game. Yeah. yeah. We don't know. I mean, there's not as many details about it. We will find out more about it soon, I hope. I'm kind of interested in it, I know. I mean, I don't want to see the 2008 version die, but at the same time, you know, I, I like the Sands of Time, and I'm, I'm cool with seeing another one. I need to find a copy of that, because I've never played it, and people keep telling me it's awesome. Oh, it's, man, it's you got to play game. that. I actually have uh, the Two Thrones for Wii, the, the Wii release, and I have played, like, maybe maybe the first three or four hours of it, and I kind of lost interest. It's not that it's that bad, it's just that after a while, that kind of, that, that gameplay wears on It looks like God you. of War. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's quite, it's not quite God of War, but, but it's pretty fun. Warrior Within bugged me a lot. I got about halfway into that game and got to a point where I was really just tired of the frustrating combat. I smother with generic rage. <laughs> exactly. All right, we, well, should, uh, we should yeah, probably let, move on to the uh, uh, downloads. Yeah, let's get the hell out of here. Yeah, we're running, we're running pretty late here. This is, uh, this is what we get for moving the new stuff up to the, up to, up to the middle. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was a lot to talk good, about, though. a lot it's, of it's angry good. ranting. <laughs> so let's start with the uh, the downloads for this week. We'll do the downloads and then the new releases, and then we'll uh, we'll jet on out of here. Uh, for the downloads for this week, uh, we got uh, for WiiWare we have Diatomic, uh, okay, Moki Moki, uh, Stunt Cars, and then Rubik's Puzzle Galaxy Rush, which I've actually played a little bit of, and I'm going to be reviewing it for the site. Uh, I'm actually a a fan of the Rubik's Cube. I I, I can solve it's the Rubik's a, can, Cube isn't in about like two a minutes. Rubik's Cube in the game that you can. Yeah, and I tried to solve it, and I got really frustrated because although it controls just fine, what I found was that my Rubik's Cube solving skills do not really apply if I can't, like, (laughs) if I can't quickly rotate it, like, in my hand. If if I I have to think about it too much, I can't do it. It's all muscle memory at this point. Nice. I I actually sat there with a Rubik's Cube in my hand and the Wii Remote Remote in the other hand so I could kind of, like, work out (laughs) the, the patterns and then think about them and then do them in the game and I got about halfway through the cube in the game and I just I couldn't do it. I'm I'm gonna try to finish it though because the game actually does have online leaderboards and I want to see how how I stack up. Nice. Uh, it doesn't have like friends anything. It just has you know anybody. So if you if you're good you can get on the top five for this week, this month or I think today. 
Well, I know. Uh, that... But before you go farther in the game, um, I did watch the uh, the Nintendo Channel uh, videos for the We Wear games. Moki Moki was not on there. Pretty much all I know about that is that Natsume made it. So that's that's cool, I guess. Yeah. Um, Diatomic um, looks to be like. Is it about diatomes? Does it take place underwater at the microscopic level? It, it kind of looks like that. It basically Ooh. it's like you control this, I, I guess, a diatome, and you're moving around, and you have a tail that you can whip around and hit things. A flagellum. Or you can use it, or you can use it as a shield. And um, I watched a little video, and that's really all I learned from it is that you can attack or defend. And when you die, uh, it, your your calcified shell falls to the seafloor and turns that, into limestone. That, that's freaking awesome, Zach. Anyway, stunt cars. <laughs> Stunt, stunt cars. Stunt cars looks to be a pretty generic racing game, and um, yeah, that's all I have to say about those three. It's, it's, an, it's an elevated track, I think. Is all. Yes. I think it's more. I think it's more about doing tricks than than winning races. But that's about all I know about it. Well, I mean, you're stunting. As far as Rubik's is concerned, the uh, the the basic of the basic gameplay is puzzle solving. If, you, if you've ever played the single player mode in Choo Choo Rocket for Game Boy Advance and or Dreamcast, <laughs> then you're out. immediately going to be at home because it's basically the same thing. You have a grid, um, a 3D grid actually, and there is an entrance, and things come out of the entrance, and they go in one direction. If they hit a wall, they turn right, and you have to guide them to the exit by placing tiles that make them turn in. Hmm. turn or slow down or speed up and it's just sort of all about examining the way the board is laid out uh placing placing the tiles to change their movement and then hitting go and letting it all just happen in front of you nice i played through the first eh, 10 or so puzzles yesterday and uh you know i i like this game this is a solid WiiWare game i would i would not hesitate hesitate to recommend this game to anybody who's looking for a good like and isn't isn't it by the, game. the developers of Tokitori Yes, it's by the developers yeah, of Tokitori. A lot of people rave about that, and um, I mean, Tokitori was a remake, and this looks to be a completely new game. So that, that looks really cool. We've got a we've got a developer interview lined up with these guys. We haven't heard back from them quite yet, but hopefully we, we will pretty soon. Uh, and we should have some more some more you know uh, information about this the, the development of this game on the site. I'm pretty sure that this game is actually nothing more than a mode from a full Wii retail release from earlier. I'm not sure when it came out, actually, but Rubik's Puzzle Galaxy was a, was a Wii retail release in the last year oh, or two. Okay. And uh, Rush is just, I think, I think just one of the modes from that. Uh, but maybe it expanded on a little bit. I have to do a yeah. little more research to figure out exactly how they're related. But I know that this is basically sort of like we've been getting on DSiWare, where they'll take a retail game and just take the modes and release them separately. That's basically what we have here, but I think there's about 60 puzzles in this game, and uh, they're all, you know, the, the interface is nice and slick, you know, it, it works really well, it's not buggy, it's not glitchy, it's not, you know, the frame rate's solid, you know, the graphics aren't, like, super impressive, but they're clean, and the frame rate's solid, so, yeah, I, I would say this is a good game. I'll bet the music I'll, I'll have a review up on the site, hopefully, and... Was that? I'll bet the music is awesome. Uh, I don't remember the music offhand. I'll have to because it's for that because it's Rush. Uh, <laughs> oh, Not boy. took too long for us to get. Yeah, yeah. Single, all these single band games are killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll hopefully have the review on this thing up. I have three different reviews kind of stacking up on me right now. Oh, hopefully, I'll have this one out so in the next week. Reviews on me. I hate finals. <laughs> But um, uh, we also had the Beatles Rock Band Rubber Soul downloadable content came out, which is that, that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I have a 360, so uh, 
360 instruments and Beatles Rock Band for that system. So uh, I, I I might be partaking in that. I know I uh, I got whatever the one before it was, uh, Sergeant Pepper's for that. Right. That's that's pretty awesome. I actually just got Beatles Rock Band this week. I haven't bought any DLC yet. I think I think that one will be my first one, not Rubber Soul, but the one you just mentioned. Yeah, Sergeant Pepper's. That that has. Yeah. I mean, it has when I'm 64. I, I like that song. Absolutely. So moving on to Virtual Console, we've already talked about Blaster Master a bit on the show, and that's uh, coming out this week, or out this week. Yep. And we got Earthworm Jim 2 for the Genesis. Yep. Uh, this is, um, I don't think, all that different from the Super NES version. I think maybe it has a little bit more content. I think there's probably. an extra level in it. Yeah, yeah, I think there is. I mean, the Earthworm Jim games uh, fewer are, uh, colors. Yeah, uh, Earthworm Jim's a fun series. It's um, you know old 2D platformer. Not not spectacular, but it's got a wacky sense of humor, and I think this is actually the one that I played more of, and I remember enjoying it as a kid. Yeah, definitely. Uh, DSiWare, we've got Bejeweled Twist, uh, which I assume is a twist on the classic game Bejeweled. Yeah, Bejeweled <laughs> Twist is actually a popular variation of it, um, and I know it's PopCap doing stuff on DSiWare, which I am all for. I Absolutely. still haven't gotten around to getting this or Bookworm, but they're definitely in, in my sights if it weren't for now, the fact Bookworm that... came out both retail and DSiWare. Yes, and I think Bojul Twist might be doing the same thing, and I think there's like some weird sort of delay between the releases of them. Hmm. Weird. Uh, Littlest Pet Shop, Who which the is hell cares? a uh, pet simulator. <laughs> Have fun. Master of Illusion Express Matchmaker. Who the hell cares? To be able to get you. The press release for this says, it says it'll get you a date. Uh, I say I want proof. I want someone to do this. <laughs> And uh, videotape it, trying to get a date, because I think that would make an excellent <laughs> YouTube series. It would. Moving on, we have Miami Nights. Which is which James is, Jones' think, favorite game ever. I think it's a sequel to this game, actually. It's a sequel? I, th- I think so. <laughs> it's got a different subtitle. It, uh, the one was Miami Nights Singles in the City. This one is Miami Nights uh, something else. I can't think of the subtitle. Well. But yeah, I think it's a different, I think it's a different game. It's the same oh, series, but I think it's a different game. James. I think it's still a, it's basically they they bill it as a life simulator. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. as opposed to a relationship mechanic. <laughs> <laughs> um this is just like got... the matchmaking week. This should have been a what should we call it? Um Valentine's Day release. I guess yeah, I guess it came out December 14th, so it's you know 2 months to the big day. There you go. It's and giving me a chance you get to that, practice. Once you get that big day in Master of Illusion Express, you can learn how to cook them dinner with a yummy, yummy cooking jam, <laughs> uh, which is, you know, a cooking game. I don't know much more about it than that, but I'm sure it'll be Miami fun Nights like Life games. in the Spotlight. There you go. Yeah. Very nice. Nice. So that's all the downloads for this week. Uh, nothing too spectacular. But... <laughs> well, except for Rubik's. I think Rubik's yeah, is, yeah, Rubik's is, Rubik's cool, is solid. I think but... twist for people that, you know, like that game. Master is good. Blaster yeah. Master is good. So that's an okay week, I would say. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll just touch on the new releases. There's not much to go off of. There's a couple of really good titles, but that's all there is. Yeah, uh, we got Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks came out last week. Uh, we already have our review up on the site for that yeah. one. Yep. I reviewed it. It's really good. If you like it and you're not Zack, you should get it. Basically, if you didn't like Phantom Hourglass, you probably yep. won't like Spirit Tracks. But if you like Phantom Hourglass or were like, yeah, Phantom Hourglass is pretty cool. I wish, you know, some things were fixed, then Spirit Tracks is right up your alley. And it's got trains. Very good. Yeah. Uh, Bookworm retail version, I believe, came out for DS last yeah. week. So um, Silent Hill Shattered Memories for Wii uh, came out 
I think, last week or this week. I'm actually really looking forward to this one. We're hopefully going to get, gonna get a review copy in uh, sometime soon, and I'll be taking the review for that one. Uh, I heard a lot about they, they had a spotlight on the uh, the Joystick podcast on, for this game on the most recent episode, which I just listened to this morning, and it got me really excited for this game. Yeah, um, uh, I've been I've been tempted to pick it up, but um, I, I time has been a hot commodity for me recently because I uh, just finished up the semester of school, so mm-hmm. I, I've been kind of avoiding picking this up. But I, I'm really interested in it. And I'm really excited to hear what you have to say about it. Me too. And then. A surprise release this week is Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles The Crystal Bears for the Wii, which was originally scheduled for release on the Well, 26th. I think it's still officially scheduled for release on December 26th. However, um, there was a report, I think it came up on Go Nintendo actually, where they uh, they mentioned that um, they, they heard about their pre-order at GameStop saying that they could pick it up Thursday, I guess, what, what the hell is tomorrow? Thursday, December 8th, Thursday, December 17th. Um, they could tomorrow. pick it up then, so 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 about a week early, um, yeah. which as by the time you hear this, this day will have already passed. It actually just started for me, as it is now twelve oh two. Um, but Ouch. I will probably be checking to see if it if it comes out. But I mean, I, I either way, it's it's a pretty big release, and I mean, it's a Final Fantasy game. It looks, it's it looks very interesting, but I honestly don't know too much about it. And I think we are we are getting a review copy, and James Jones will be behind that review. Sweet. Absolutely. Sounds good. Well, I think that'll about do it for this week on uh, NWR Newscast Episode 7. We will see you in a couple of weeks uh, for our 2010 preview special. Right before New Year's. We haven't quite figured out when we're going to be recording that one yet, but probably... uh, Probably you'll, you'll hear that right around uh, New Year's, New Year's Day, something like that. So, so you know, uh, when you're at a party, New Year's Eve, maybe you'll be able to bust out some newscast. Yeah. Show it to your friends. <laughs> pull out, pull pull out Master of Illusion Express Matchmaker. Get a date. Yeah, and make out with her and play Miami Nights. You can kind of view this podcast as personal trainer life improvement. <laughs> wow. <laughs> All right. Well, Merry right. Christmas, everybody, and That's hopefully right. I'll talk to you before the new year. Happy holidays, everyone. Yep. Thanks for tuning in. And it, Review us on Hanukkah, iTunes. It'll be fun. Kwanzaa, I promise. All that, all, that, all that jazz. Whatever you are celebrating, enjoy it. Festivus for the rest of us. Yes. And a Merry New Year. There you go. <laughs> Good night, everyone. Good night. Uh, anyway, we have a, a little thing we do called What You're Reviewing right now at this moment while we're talking. Uh, Neil, what are you reviewing? Well, technically I'm not reviewing this game at this moment right now, but uh, I did finish up a review of Legend of Zelda Spirit Tracks. Um, I got the game last week and powered through it, and I really liked it. I gave it a 9 out of 10. Um, Much to my chagrin. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm definitely not as much of a hater of Phantom Hourglass as Zack is, but I'm not necessarily a lover of it either. Don't be like, it was, I, I thought it was an alright all right game, but I didn't, like, the controls, like, for instance, like, the, the rolling, which, if memory serves me correctly, it's like you had to, like, move on the outside of the touchscreen. Yeah, screen. you like, kind of have to that. tap the outside of the screen. Yeah, which I just thought that was kind of counterintuitive, and I hated the Temple of the Ocean King. Oh, and I know there are people out there that really liked that game, but personally that game did not really work for me and i think part of that comes from the fact that it was so it was so closely like it was i mean it was a direct sequel to wind waker yeah and, and it, wind, it wind waker didn't... is a completely different game from phantom hourglass yeah. and Zach, that's kind of why you hate it 
It is. And, you know, at the end of the game, uh, I don't know if there's too much of a spoiler alert here, but it's like Link's Awakening. Yeah. The end of the game is like Link's Awakening. You're like, oh, that had absolutely nothing to do with mm-hmm. uh, Wind Waker at all in any meaningful way. So that really angered me. But I also didn't like the control scheme. Yeah. So, well, um, but well. I, I think in Spirit Tracks, um, I like the setup a lot more, mainly because it, it separates itself from, you know, it's it's 100 years after Phantom Hourglass, or roughly. Damn. Um, and basically, you know, in the long, long time ago, there was Tetra and everything, and I guess at some point there was an evil demon king, not named Ganon, and um, he was imprisoned by, like, the good spirits who laid spirit tracks all over the world <laughs> and imprisoned him. In this tower, the Tower of Spirits. Right. So, um, I mean, it's not really anything new. It, I mean, it's new that it's not Ganon, I guess, but it's not anything new. Right. Series. But I mean, it just it separated itself from Wind Waker. So the the fact that it's 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 like Phantom Hourglass in execution, and I'm catching a little bit of shit for this, but it I I still think it's kind of like Phantom Hourglass 2.0. Yeah. But I mean that in that like. Phantom Hourglass laid down this pretty solid groundwork. There were problems with it, and I think Spirit Tracks takes that and improves upon it. Cool. It's not, you know, it's it's very much not really that comparable to every other Zelda game because it's kind of a different beast. There's not as much overworld exploration. There is, but it's all in a vehicle, and you have set paths that you can go through. Right. And in this case, the train, I think, is a lot more fun than the, than the steamboat from Phantom Hourglass, because, I mean, I guess maybe I just like trains more than I like steamboats. Well, the steamboat kind of hurt. That hurt yeah. me. Physically but... and emotionally. <laughs> oh, okay, how about this, Neil? Do you think do you think I should give this game a shot? Yes and no. <laughs> I would say if you, if you have a friend who gets it, borrow it, play the first hour to see if you like it, but I would not really say to go out and get this because I think I think it's very much like Phantom Hourglass. And okay. I read over your Phantom Hourglass review, actually, right right before I started playing Spirit Checks, just because I wanted to, you know, see what was said about this by the side. A fair of and balanced review reviews. as well. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, you said that basically, you know, you like the exploration of Wind Waker as opposed right. to, you know, the dungeon crawling of. Yeah. You know, other Zelda games, specifically Phantom Hourglass, and this doesn't really change up that formula that much. I will say that the Tower of Spirits is, which is basically the Temple of the Ocean King. This game is is fantastic because that's where you have the uh, you control Zelda as the Phantom. Oh, she's not in the dungeons proper. No, she's only in the Tower of Spirits. Oh, basically, I didn't know that. it's kind of like the Temple of the Ocean King. The fact that you have to dodge phantoms, yeah. but you dodge phantoms and collect three tiers of light. And then you can stab one of them in the back, and Zelda, Ghost Zelda will, you know, take one of them over, and then you work together to solve puzzles. And I think those are really, it's awesome dungeon design, great puzzles, um, real, there's a lot of variety in each of the sets of floors that you go in in Tower of Spirits, I think, uh, hmm. five times if memory serves me correctly. And okay, it just, so, it's, it's really, really cool. So here's a question, when you're, when Zelda's not in a big suit of armor, and you're just in a normal dungeon, does she... She's, She's she basically say, like hey, Navi. Listen. No, no. But <laughs> she will pop up, and, and I mean, she she's got a lot of personality too. It's That's really, right. I mean, she is that that snarky sidekick, and it works really well. I think it's really cool. Cool. Well, uh, maybe I'll give it a shot. Something to do. Maybe when the price yeah. drops, or if I find it used uh, somewhere, I, I price is never going to drop, shot. dude. It's a Nintendo game. Well, uh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I guess Mario Kart still hasn't dropped either. Yeah. <laughs> 
But, I mean, uh, I don't even think Phantom Hourglass has really dropped. I think I've seen it on sale, but I think the price is still, you know, regular DS price. 35 bucks. But but it's 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 a it's a really great game. If you liked Phantom Hourglass, what the hell are you waiting for? You should have bought this. <laughs> I'm sure people um, already have, if, too. Yeah. If, if, you're in, if you're in, like, my boat, where, I mean, I, I was kind of late to the party with Phantom Hourglass because of, you know, Zach's review and a lot of other kind of, like, eh about it. <laughs> but, um... I finally played it and I liked it. I wasn't that sold on it. Spirit Tracks, I kind of was excited for it, but not really. The E3 demo didn't really wow me, but when I actually played the game, it's 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 a fantastic game. Cool. I mean, I think one of the one of the best DS games I've I've played this year. Cool. Well, there actually, to be fair, there haven't been that many for me in my experience yeah. this year. There haven't been a whole lot of good yeah. DS games. I like I like like Mario and Luigi was good. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah definitely there were. I know there, there's a really cool article that I read. I think uh, Patrick Klepek over at G4 wrote it, where he talks about how he, he's, he's like uh, basically Mario and Luigi is a really good game, but it overstays its welcome. And I think that can really be yeah. said. That, that yeah. was kind of the same problem with Partners in Time is that. They're really good games, and then they go on for about five hours too long. That was definitely Partners in Time. Yeah, that was, I mean, Partners in Time to a T. I think Bowser's Inside Story is a little better. It is. There there are some parts that feel like padding, but that's all right. It's a fun game anyway. It's it's still a really, I mean, really great game. It's, I mean, for all the crap that Nintendo gets, it was a a pretty decent fall fall lineup, albeit there, there weren't a lot of games, but the games that came out were pretty solid. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's, let's move on. Um, yeah. I am reviewing a game you'd think that I would absolutely be head over heels for. It's called Uh-oh. Jurassic the Hunted. I don't like where this is going. Which involves, of course, dinosaurs. And if you know anything, so- if you've been reading the site for even two days, you know that I'm a big dinosaur nut. <laughs> well, um, with Jurassic the Hunted, I- I've heard it's kind of, I mean, I know it's published by Activision. Do you know who it's developed by? I forget the name, but they develop Cabela Games. What, what games? Cabela Games. Like Cabela. Oh, oh okay. African so it's basically Safari. Cabela, but with dinosaurs? Yeah, sort of. Well, it, it's like they're trying to... It's not a straight go out in the woods and kill antelope, or in this case, raptors. It go kind of it kind of feels kill. like they're trying to be a Make Turok Turok? game. Yeah. Because uh, you're just... Not a this, bad thing to aspire to be. I mean, no. Turok was a fun game back in the day. Oh, sure. The, the recent ones, I mean, ugh, terrible. But, yeah, I actually, you know, I played a demo for the... 361 that came out that was just Turok. Right. It was, it was pretty bad. I think Ron Perlman did a voice for it. That was the best part about it. Yeah. Um, I, I bought it for $10 and I was like, it's got dinosaurs. It can't be that bad. And it's terrible. <laughs> Absolutely horrible. But this I game... think that's actually why I played the demo because I was like, oh, it's $10. Maybe I'll get it. And yeah, exactly. No, I didn't. No, don't get it. Uh, but this game's like you're, you're just one dude wandering through swamps and jungles, killing raptors and the occasional Jurassic Park-style Dilophosaurus. Um, and it's, it's, it's got some problems. It's First off, well, the only well, thing... Well, first you... off, is, is it a first-person shooter or an on-rail shooter? It is. I thought it was an on-rail shooter, but it's a full first-person shooter. Okay, cool. And there's barely any HUD. I actually really like the design of the game. The only thing you see is the ammo count and how many grenades you have. Uh, but otherwise, the health is like the tunnel vision in Call of Duty. All right. Um, and you can zoom in with Z, look down the site. It's like, uh, you know, it's sort of, maybe it pines to be a cross between Turok and Call of Duty. Let's put it that way. With that's dinosaurs. Kind of, that's kind of cool. And I mean, I guess, I mean, I, maybe this game could have been better. I mean, I guess maybe I'll let you talk more, but maybe <laughs> like if Treyarch handled it. Yeah, I, I get the feeling that if, if a developer who knew what the heck they were doing developed it, 
That'd be yeah. nice. There are a lot of load screens. That kind of sucks. Um, and everything looks really muddy and low resolution, and the textures look like crap. Uh, and when you're, like, wandering through a swamp, the only reason you can tell it's a swamp is because of the sound that your feet are making on the water. Ugh. There are no particle effects. There are no particle effects in this game. Um, and some of the dinosaurs, when they're up and running around, it looks a little wonky, and then when you kill them, they just kind of crumple over. Ugh. Um, so basically, so, it's it's a cool concept, uh, decent design, but just kind of pale, yeah, like poor execution. It was like, it was like it was made really cheaply. Uh, which I'm probably not surprised. I know that's, uh, I mean, especially because it's a Cabela game, and yeah. I know those are kind of a dime a dozen. I can't really speak about their quality, but they seem like the kind of things that are rushed out. Oh, sure. Um, in fact, the game's, uh, I'm going to put this in my review when I write it after I've played the game a little while more. It is com- it's compatible with the ridiculously over the top top shot shotgun accessory, oh, which awesome. is kind of an elongate uh, zapper, but it looks like a shotgun. I uh, think I've seen that before. That yeah, it looked kind of cool. It's bright orange, <laughs> and uh, so not real good for camouflage. But um, you know, if you want to go all out, uh, you can use that. I mean, the game's okay. It, it, it's not like it's terrible. It just has these production value, low production values. I wish they would have been a little higher. I almost wonder what it looks like on the PS3. Yeah, um, no, I know that also came out for 360 and Xbox. Right. I, I mean, three, 360 and <laughs> PS3. Wow, the old school Xbox, too. Uh, yeah. But, um, you know, I, I maybe I'll give it a rental on the, three, on the PS3, but if it has the same kind of... Um, I mean, there's some control issues, too. I don't want to get too far into it, because I haven't, I haven't played it for too many hours, but it gets repetitious. You're wandering through pretty much a straight line, shooting things, and, eh. Eh. Let's put it that way. That's what I think of it right now. Eh. All right. Well, so. I mean, that's, that's kind of disappointing, but... And then, uh, and then uh, I, I got, but have not cracked open, uh, Hogwarts Soccer Academy, but I look forward to... <laughs> Academy! <laughs> Yeah, I guess, uh, well, let, let's do a little, I guess, looking forward. Um, so, what, you have Academy of Champions, or do you have any other games that you're in the process of reviewing, just oh, listing them I already, I put in my reviews for Astro Boy on DS, which sucks the life out of people. Yeah, it's it, probably like the Wii version. It makes you die inside. <laughs> uh, and then I just put in the review for, uh, God, what's it called? Oh, Ben 10 on the DS. It's the exact same game as the Wii game, except it's a side-scroller in 2D. And I liked right. it, but it didn't blow me away, but I finished it during three episodes of Bones. <laughs> well, um... I only, uh, put it in, I only put it in because Astro Boy sucked so much, I was like, I gotta play something else, and then I beat it. <laughs> that happened to me, uh, what game was that? Um, Jake Power Handyman or whatever. Yes, I, um, I was right. like in between classes, and I had to like I got out of a class early, so I sat down like somewhere on campus. I was like, oh, "I'll play this for a little bit," and like half an hour later, I beat it. Like, <laughs> what? You're at but the cafeteria. On, on, on my, on my end, like. for review, for review, um, I have I got Tony Hawk Ride. Oh, for the Wii. Um, which um, I've been you know jumping around on the skateboard a little bit. Yeah. And I also got Call of Duty Modern Warfare Reflex. Finally got mailed to me. Regrettably, that's still in the packaging because uh, I'm I'm in the midst of finals at school, so 
I got Modern Warfare 2 for my birthday, but I haven't touched it because I've been obsessed with <laughs> Batman. In fact, oh, Batman, I just finished Batman's all the riddles last night. fantastic game. That's really... I have to go back and do the Riddler challenges for that. That'll probably be a winter break project. Oh, dang, that's a good game. But, um, and what other games? Uh, I got... I got Assassin's Creed 2 for DS, which, from what I played about it, it's a, it's a cool little side-scrolling game. There, there's some issues with it, but, I mean, it's for what it is, it's not bad. And I got uh, the Dragon Ball Z RPG, which I probably put about an hour into, and it's really, it's like a Dragon Ball Z RPG. <laughs> there's a little bit of, like, active time defense stuff, which is kind of cool, but other than so that, like, it's not So, like, kind of Sonic Chronicles kind of active thing? It's not, no, 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 it's, it's not as bad as Sonic Chronicles. Okay. Sonic Chronicles is an abomination among men. You know, I, but, yeah, I, I kept hearing good things about it, and then I got the review copy, and I, I didn't think it was that great. I wanted that review copy, too, and then what happened was, for my birthday, uh, one of my friends got it for me, and I think it was oh, like, nice. I was going away, I was going away for a week. And I played it while I was away, and I was like, this is freaking awful. <laughs> and I came home, and I just traded it in, and was like, I, I just don't want to see it anymore. <laughs> Get out uh, of my house. Yeah. <laughs> well, so, okay, lots of good reviews coming up. Well, let's talk about what's been coming out lately. Uh, on, the, on, the, on the DSiWare front, which is where all the action is this week, yeah, there was uh, five games, well, I guess four games and an application came out this right. week on DSiWare. The most exciting one's probably Rayman, which is apparently yeah. an all-new Rayman game. Well, no, no, it's not an all-new Rayman game. It's a port of the original Rayman game from 1995, which oh. came out on, I believe, PC, Atari Jaguar, was ported to PlayStation, mm -hmm. Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance. That's There's right, it was, it was on the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. Yeah. And I've actually, I've never, I, I downloaded this, it's it's 800 points, so $8, and I've, I've never played the original Rayman. I've played a played a bit of the second one, and uh, I, I've heard good things about the first one, and it's it's really good, but it's it's kind of, it's, it's I guess it's a little frustratingly hard, mm. and that, like, you'll run into it, like, um there's, like, water that if you touch the water, you die. Oh. And I'll be going through a level, and then, like, some enemy will hit me, and the knockback will send me off. I hate knockbacks so much. And, I mean, that's just, I mean, it's kind of hard. The enemy, the like, the enemy seem like it's a little overpowered, but it's it's a pretty cool platformer. I mean... is You know, my problem with the 2D Rayman games has always been that the camera zoomed in. Yeah. Like, it's like, it, it's, it's like a, it's like a TG-16 huge sprite game, almost. Yeah, and I can never get around that. Is that the same way in this one? Yeah. The only, yeah. the only thing that kind of helps that is that on the, on the touch screen, they have, like, a little map of the level, but the map of the level is, it's not like it shows you where, like, there's any platforms in the air. Like, it's like there's the background of the level, literally, yeah, and, like, what you can step out. on. But, if, like, there's, like, a, a platform that if you jump on, it'll disappear. That doesn't show up on the map mm. at all. Okay. And and it has a few uh it has a DSI camera feature where uh um at the at the checkpoints in this game it'll it'll take your or how you you would save the checkpoint is that there would be a photographer who would take Rayman's picture hmm. and in this one uh takes a picture using the uh the camera uh, that's facing you on the DSI which is kind of cool yeah it's kind of cool which um it's a stark difference from the the camera use in uh, a game that came out uh two Mondays ago Photo Face the Face Stealer Strikes which is from EA. And uh, basically in this one, from, from what I can understand, is that in the beginning of the game, you get your picture taken, and it'll be like, make an angry face, be happy, laugh, and all that crap. Yeah. And then what it does is that the villain steals your face, so you play the hero and the villain in this game. 
Interesting. And I think it also records your voice or something, but, I mean, it seems kind of weird. I've heard it's just kind of a, a basic platformer, and hmm. something tells me that I I feel like the con... They're, they're, EA's probably just like, yo, man, this concept is totally going to win everyone over, and I feel <laughs> like the game's... I know it's from EA's casual division, not saying anything bad about the casual division. I'm I'm pretty sure I've played good games from them, but I don't think Photo Faces is, is, you know, the pinnacle of greatness. Oh, I doubt it. I doubt it. And, well, you know, I'm kind of excited about the next game, Ball Fighter. Yeah, Ball Fighter, which uh, is is published by uh, or made by Teon, which is a Polish company. They they came out with a a game recently. Um, I I can't remember what it is, but I know this one is it's basically just a puzzle game in which oh. there's balls that you drop. Well, no, I'm not so interested. Yeah, it's not like you have a ball and then you fight someone else. <laughs> Um, oh, uh, Taeyeon released Robot Rescue on DSiWare in November, which oh, yeah. famously on the last newscast, I believe I mentioned that by saying I was watching the video on the Nintendo channel, got bored 10 seconds in, and turned it off. So that's <laughs> what I have to say about that. <laughs> what about Pop Island, sir? Pop Island, um, that's a that's a capture the flag game, and that actually doesn't seem that bad from what I know about it. Yeah. And that, uh, you know, it's kind of got, like, wacky animal creatures. Like, there's, like, a skiing penguin or something. It's and, not uh, tapping? What? It's not tapping? No, no. Oh, what the heck? Um, it's a capture the it, it's a capture the flag game that's playable with up to seven other players thanks to DS Download Play. Oh, okay. Which I'm reading off of my literal article that I wrote for, the, <laughs> for this right now. But, um... There's like a surfing penguin, a water skiing crocodile, and I guess it's got this island theme. But I mean, the really cool thing is that you can play a capture the flag game with eight people on one cartridge, and I think that's really a great thing for these DSiWare titles. Oh, it is, yeah. Especially now that there's, you know, there is a pretty distinct divide. I know at least, you know, the friends that I'll see every now and then, where you know, really, I'm the only person with a DSi, so it's not like it can be like, yo, man, you got Pop Island, because first off, they don't have DSi, and then they need <laughs> to have Pop Island. Yeah. But the good thing about that is that, you know, my friend has a regular little DS, and we can we can play this. Yeah, see, that's something that always confuses me. Uh, it, it, you know, pardon my French during the following sentence, but why the fuck don't uh, companies put DS download play on their cartridge games? Well, you know what's really awesome, and I didn't I didn't mention this in, uh, when we talked about Spirit Checks earlier, but the multiplayer in that is single card. Which is, is oh, awesome. It's it's like the the really the only the only drawback that I saw from having single card multiplayer is that um like you have a ranking that you have in, in that multiplayer and you, you if you're a guest you don't have a ranking at all. But well, in all honesty, like I mean it's it's the multiplayer. Yeah, who card. cares? You're playing with your friends. Who cares about yeah. ranks? I mean, albeit I pissed off Lauren in that game, because she, <laughs> this is like the first time she played it besides, you know, playing demos at E3 and stuff. Right. Uh, I, I beat her kind of badly, and she was like, I'm not playing with this with you anymore. I was like, eh, <laughs> sorry. Now <laughs> finish the review. Uh, but, I mean, that's, I, I, I think Pop Island, I don't know if I'm going to get it. I might. I have I have 1,200 Wii or Nintendo points sitting on my DSi, so if. Maybe when I'm home over winter break and I'm hanging out with my friends, I'll be like, guys, let's play a Capture the Flag DS game. There you where go. you can be a penguin or a crocodile <laughs> collect power-ups and stuff. Maybe, maybe I'll get it. Uh, how about Army Defender? Army Defender, I believe, is a, it's a phone game, I think. Oh, it's, well, a, it's a tower defense game in a war setting. All right. There, there are too many tower defense games. It's, it's only $2, though, which is kind of cool, I guess. Well, that means it's a port of some iPhone game or something. Yeah. Uh, well, and, you know, I'm very excited about my notebook, 
Red. Oh my god, it's it, I can't believe the sequel for My Notebook Blue already came out. My Notebook Red, I can't wait to to get all those different ink colors and, and <laughs> these guys styles. have these guys have a mad development cycle, man. They're just yeah. pumping this shit out. But I uh, I mean there there's probably an audience out there for this game. I mean, really? Audience, you might know? not find this game <laughs> because it's online, and that means they would have to connect their DSi online. Right. Which, they have, uh, it's just so retarded. Yeah, I mean, it's. It, I mean, at least it's better than a clock. Clocks are functional. Yeah, I, I still. I mean, I was. I played it at E3. Actually, they have the Mario clock, where like you can play an endless level of Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. While the clock's on, which is really dumb. But I, I was, <laughs> I was enamored with it for about a minute at E3, and then I was like, wait a minute, there's all this other cool shit I can play. I'm gonna there's leave. There's so much better stuff right over <laughs> here. <laughs> uh, you talked about Photo Face, Bookworm. Bookworm is a it's a PopCap game coming out oh, on really? DSiWare. I actually kind of want to get it. It's a thing where you're the little worm. And there's word stuff, and I kind of like those games, but um, I it was between that or Rayman, and I felt like oh, playing yeah. platformers. Well, I think Rayman. Rayman will probably give you more bang for your buck. Yeah, Master of Illusion Express, sir. Five bucks. Master of Illusion Mind Probe. Mind Probe. I don't really want to know what that's gonna probe. <laughs> um, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's all we need to say about that. And then yeah, of course, yeah. then of course, Sudoku Challenge. So I mean, it's another Sudoku game. Point. Yeah, it's 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 a pretty excitable um, Sudoku game. <laughs> there's an exclamation point. Yes, but it, if you thought Sudoku Challenge period was boring, yeah. well, the exclamation point says it, it makes all. it exciting. Yeah, I mean it's Sudoku. I mean there's a bunch of them on DSiWare already. You know what I can do about Sudoku? I can go buy a two dollar book of Sudoku puzzles. Well, you can also buy a two dollar game. I well, mean, this okay, isn't two dollars, but there are two dollar games. That's true. And I, I really, I really like. I know I have a, I have a brain age, but I have Sudoku, and I, I really like the way it's set up in that game. I did like Crosswords DS when it came out. Yeah, so I, I've uh, got more. Uh, got that. Um, I think before we went away somewhere recently. Okay. She enjoyed Crosswords DS. Yeah, my it's wife a, really liked it. It's a pretty good game. Well, on WiiWare, uh, Tales of Monkey Island Chapter Four. If you've played, if <laughs> you've played on chapters four? one through three, I can only assume you're going to buy Chapter Four. I really, I, I feel like I should like adventure games more than I actually actually do. I feel like, like that too, but then I, you know, I I, I forget which one it was. I, I played play the Strong Bad game because uh, when those came out, we got like a that's few right, we got some for the PC version. Copies, yeah. So, so I, I. I got the code for the PC version, and I was like, wow, man, Strong Bands having an adventure game? That sounds really cool. I liked, I liked uh, Homestar Runner like five years ago, <laughs> and then I played it, and I realized, okay, that's, so that's why I liked Homestar Runner five years ago. I don't really like it anymore. Yeah. And I mean, I was just like, adventure games, like, I, I appreciate the concept, and I'm glad they're having a resurgence, but they're just not really for me. Yeah, me neither. You have to be a certain kind of, uh, yeah. you have to have a certain patience to play those kinds of games. Yep. I will say, though, that the best adventure game ever made is Grim Fandango by Lucas. I, I agree. I still play that to this day. It, it never loses its appeal. Uh, well, then we got My Zoo, which I can only imagine involves zoo animals on your Wii. Yes, it, it's an animal simulator. whoop de doo There's downloadable content in the game, though. There's 12 animal types, and you can get four more. Um, oh, wow. So, yay. <laughs> Downloadable Con content for my zoo. 
Uh, th- that could be quite the lucrative deal, you know. There are, yeah. whole, there are about a million species of spiders. I, I have so. noticed that there there are a lot more. Uh, there's a lot of downloadable content. I guess we are Nintendo Wi-Fi connection pay and play. Yeah. Get all technical, but like in WiiWare games, it's starting to come out more apparent as uh, the next game on the list, Copter Crisis. Copter which Crisis. Is, uh, yeah, you're a you're a helicopter guy saving people. <laughs> so there's a crisis. Um, and you use the Wii remote as a control stick, which I, I guess is... Uh, oh, that's I th- terrible. I, I think that's actually how Skycrawler's controls, although I, oh. I, I just heard it has an unorthodox control. I haven't actually seen or played it. Mm. But I think that's actually coming out soon, so that's kind of cool. But mm. you can get ten additional helicopters oh, for God. one dollar each. Okay, so really? There's ten more All bucks. Right. To, there's ten more dollars to sink into a five dollar game. <laughs> It's you pay more the for the, the aesthetic changes in the, the game itself. That, that's ridiculous. That is really pretty bad. I thought it was bad when I had to pay like, you know, $10 to get Yoda in Soul Calibur 4. Oh, God. That's part of the reason why I don't have Soul Calibur 4. I, I did it anyway, because I'm a completionist. I was like, God damn it, he should be in the game anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then there's uh, Christmas Clicks, a holiday-themed WiiWare game. It's, it's, a, it's a puzzle game. From the same guys who brought you Pong Toss Frat Party Games. Otherwise frat known party as games, Beer Pong. Toss, our good old friends at JV Games, who uh, I think it was one of my first uh, editorial-esque things where uh, I, I wrote about that game because originally it was Beer Pong. Right. And and then there was a controversy, and then the game came out. Beer's a bad word. Yeah. It came out and nothing else has happened. Let me tell you right uh, now. I guess I guess those guys are doing well because this is their third WiiWare game. They had. Yeah. I think th- I think they had another WiiWare game called Incoming, which uh, I think maybe a tower defense. I can only assume. Always with the tower defense. But I mean, Christmas clicks. It seems. I mean, I, I like puzzle games, and I feel like holiday puzzle games. You know, they're sometimes fun. Uh, yeah. Uh, but this is ten dollars. I'm not biting. Well, let's. I'm just going to read through these next few because they all sound incredibly boring, except maybe one of them. Uh, and then I'm going to get to the VC games because those sound fun. Uh, in addition to Christmas Clicks, we got My Dolphin, Magna- Magnetis. Magnetis is a magnet-based puzzle game oh, okay. from the developers of Horse Life 2. Okay, well, that says it right there. Uh, <laughs> flower Works, which is not Flower. And uh, Although, what- although flower, flower Works seemed kind of cool. Um, it's not really from any kind of notable developer, but it's, uh, it seems like it's just... This weird kind of like adventure game where you're recovering seeds and rejuvenating the world around you. So I guess it's similar to Flower. Okay. And the one thing that stuck out for me is as I was reading the the press release for the Nintendo Weekly thing is that it, it says there's a 20 hour adventure, which wow. that's really? that's really odd. It's a ten dollar game, 20 hours. Like that that's that's a lot of bang for your buck. Well, I, I, where know, I know Andy, I know Andy. I know Andy downloaded this game and put a little time into it. Yeah. So Andy. If and when you edit this, maybe, you know, in yeah, toss it be in. like, here's what Flowerworks is, you silly bastards who couldn't <laughs> explain it. <laughs> but, you uh, morons. So, so Andy, Andy, talk about that, for the Please love of God. <laughs> Flowerworks. I downloaded this game last week and played it for no more than about 30 minutes or so. It's sort of a fireworks-themed um, action puzzle game. Not even really a puzzle game so much. Basically, the game has you um, selecting floating particles and then aiming them down the one of th- several flowers that are planted into the ground. 
um, and you're trying to hit other particles with the particles that you're grabbing. And if, after you hit them, they create fireworks, or in this case, flowerworks. Um, the more interesting part of this, and what little I played, was that there is sort of an overworld map and a whole bunch of overworld levels. Um, the game is supposed to be incredibly long, lots of overworld levels, but I really haven't put enough time into it to get a feel for that. I, I wasn't in love with what I played. I didn't quite understand exactly um, what about this game was supposed to be challenging, and I wasn't exactly sure what I was doing the whole time either. So it, it warrants some more time, and when I have that time, I'll put it in. Uh, maybe eventually I'll get a review up for the site, uh, but right now it's kind of low on the priority list. Back to you, Zach and Neil. Please do. We're talking too much about it, what it's yeah. not. Uh, and then the one that interests me is Stop Stress, A Day of Fury. Which seems to be absolutely ridiculous. Basically, you're this guy who's under a lot of stress, and <laughs> there's a baseball bat, you stop traffic, and you have hallucinations. Wow. It's, it's like, I, I might download this game just on the sheer ridiculousness of the concept. I might have to download that back, How much back is when it? I get is, home. Do you have a price it's, for it's, it's $8. dollars <laughs> And it's rated T for T. Oh my gosh! This this might this might this be a uh, I'm better. tired. Uh, it's like I'm bored over winter break, or I'm really drunk with my friends. This this <laughs> let's let's throw that on the list, which formerly go. included Choniki and uh, Pong Toss, and then I bought Choniki <laughs> one time when I was just bored at home over the summer. Still need and, to get Choniki. Yeah, it was well worth. It. It's actually a really good game. Like nice. uh, I'm so not really that into shoot 'em ups, but I had a lot of fun with that game because it's freaking ridiculous. It is my kind of game too. It's man being tasked. <laughs> uh, well, the virtual console's got some some good stuff and some uh, blatant repeats. Street Fighter Alpha Two, which is Street Fighter Two, um, but the Alpha version. Yes. Uh, so if you don't have one of the 2,512 versions of Street Fighter 2 that are already on the Virtual Console. Uh, now is your chance. Although I think the Alpha series is a little different. So, I mean, now this is, you know, something something new. But no, I, thought... I think the only notable thing about this is that I think this, this required a special chip or something that was, you know, notoriously mm. hard to develop for or something along those lines, okay. which gives hope that maybe we'll see Yoshi's Island or Star Fox. Oh, boy, Star Fox, future. where are you? Yeah. Uh, the arcade version of Shinobi. Old school. Yeah. Old school, baby. Yeah. Is, is this he's on saving, the virtual He's con? saving kids. The, uh, <laughs> the the Genesis version is also uh, is also on this. I don't yeah. really know the differences about them. I believe I'd never played the arcade version. I only played the Genesis version. Which... And I imagine this Shinobi, the one, the arcade version, will be on the virtual arcade. Yes. Yeah. Uh, the the combat tribes. Com or I think I, I don't know if it's combat, combat tribes, tribes or combat tribes. Well, either way, it sounds weird. Yeah, I believe that's a beat 'em up game. That um, sounds right. I was actually I was listening to a Player One podcast, which is, I think is a really good podcast, and they were talking about this. Um, basically, it's a it's a brawler that takes place in New York City, and apparently the original the game started up. And uh, for the faint of heart, I'm sorry, but there's a shot of New York City and the, the World Trade Center is there. And there's an evil game gang that took over the city, and their name was Ground Zero. Oh my gosh. So, for the Virtual Console release, they are Guilty Zero. Yeah, very guilty. Yeah. 
Uh, it's basically then, it, it's basically like Double Dragon. Oh, okay. And then the Immortal Solomon's Key. Yeah, Solomon's Key, which is I've never actually played it. I've heard it's fantastic. Though. I have too. I've heard many things about Solomon's Key that make me think I should have played it long ago. And now you have a chance. It's on the Virtual yeah. Console Arcade. I think actually uh, the original Solomon's Key, like the NES version, was a launch game on a Virtual Console. Yeah, I think you're right. So, eat it. 